Hello, and welcome to the Negative World Podcast, the podcast about video games by the Nintendo fans at negativeworld.org. This is episode 82, and we're recording this on Friday, June 19th, 2015. I'm your host, Steven, and with me is not my co-host, Joe, who actually had to back out this uh, particular episode. He'll, he might be back later, but he's got some crazy stuff. It's uh, Freaky Friday for him, so uh, that's all right, though, because we have an awesome guest here. Uh, he's been... A little absent from the podcast, but he's making a grand re-debut. It is Mr. Mustache. What up? Welcome. Some Thanks. of you, some of you may know him as Rob. Yeah. Um, and my name. Uh, not not R O B the robot, but this is uh, Rob from uh, New York. Welcome. If I was a robot, it would be not much cooler because I'm already like peak coolness. So, if you were if you were a robot, what robot would you be? Probably Rob. Okay. <laughs> I would, <laughs> that's I, would, I would only be good at gyromite. That's my would be my only function. Maybe stack them or stack up whatever. That'd be kind of cool though, because I I don't know how good people are at gyromite. So and then I would have my own amiibo coming out soon. So there's that. That would be slick, and that definitely ties into uh, our upcoming discussion here today. Yeah, you like amiibos, right? I you know I've dabbled <laughs> into amiibos. Um, <clears throat> Oh my gosh, you know, a quick aside before we get into it, but uh, I was almost in happy tears and sad tears on Sunday with the Smash Direct because of the Amiibo uh, factor. I looked at that release calendar for the games coming out and they had all the Amiibo across the top. I know, I was it makes like, you want oh, to Oh, my up. poor wallet. <laughs> Even like the Amiibo Festival has like eight Animal Crossing ones. Mm-hmm. What? That's yeah. crazy. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how pumped I am about that, but... Gotta yeah, catch them all. <laughs> we'll um we'll definitely get into that discussion because yeah, yeah. sure. Oh my gosh, yeah. But th- this is exactly why I want to talk to you about Amiibo because you are one of the few who will uh, empathize, sympathize, yeah, and, and agree with my pain as opposed to just thinking I'm an idiot. So, um, yeah. so let's get to the questions real quick. Okay, we've got five questions. Uh, you may or may not have have thought about them, but we're just gonna throw them at you. Okay. Number one, based on E3, what is your most anticipated game? Uh, probably Star Fox is the one I've been waiting for the longest, I think. Uh, I really like 64. I just played Assault for the first time, like, last year, even though I bought it on release day. I don't know why that happened. Um, but it's been a long time since I've had Star Fox that I really enjoyed, so that looks awesome. Um, I guess a close second would maybe Xenoblade Chronicles X, but okay. I still have Xenoblade blank blank to play. So. That's right. That's, that's, I think that was brought up. Yeah. Um, recently. Uh, yep. On the podcast or the forums, but are you? Do you think you're going to actually get it done? Yeah, I have six months, so mm-hmm. that six months will become two months real quick, though. I'm sure. Yeah. Let's see. For me, that would have been 20 hours a month average. <laughs> so that's not that bad. That's like less than an hour a day. Yeah, that's five a week. That's yeah, exactly. Right. I just got to get. I just got to get back in the flow again. Like I used to be on a great gaming schedule where I had like set days for everything and. Mm-hmm. There was no question about it. I would just go home. I would know that this day is this day and this day is this day. And I don't know. Like I was talking to you earlier about my, my NASCAR updates. Like I would do those on Monday. So like gaming would be for other days and stuff like that. But it's kind of, I'm back watching wrestling again. Mm-hmm. And that kind of messes things up. That's like 11 hours of programming a week. So it wrestles your attention away from you? It wrestles my attention. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get used to the puns. Yeah. Because they're still I love here. puns. Um, let's go to question number two. Okay. What's your overall favorite Nintendo moment of E3? I loved the Muppets. Does that count? That that does count. That's a, a clear favorite, I think. Yeah, the Muppets. Uh, 
I liked when Reggie Felco like coughed up the feathers. I think that was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, I only watched it once. Yeah, so maybe. if it's if it's stuck, it's stuck. Uh, I think that's probably it. If that counts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I mean, in the past, we've asked questions like that, and uh, the presentation itself kind of ends up getting picked sometimes because they've been doing some creative stuff lately. Well, let's move on to question three. Okay. What was the show missing for you? Um, what was it missing for me? I, I guess if I had to pick something that was missing for me, maybe uh, I would like to see a little bit more about that Zelda we were kind of given a sniff of last year. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. There was like no mention of it whatsoever. No, and I think that they that's what they had said um, like a month ago, and I, a lot of people didn't believe them. That they weren't going to show it? Yeah, because I think there was some speculation that, hey, they're not going to show it the main show, but it's going to be like a backdoor deal, you know, where they had, like in Twilight Princess, they had the, uh, I think they had a reveal there maybe, or no, 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 it was Skyward Sword with the the artwork, you know. I don't remember yet. And so they thought maybe that would happen, but that did not happen, and some people then speculate too, maybe that's because it's just going to be pushed to the NX. I'm not mad or anything. I just it just bugs me when people are like, "Oh man, Nintendo is nothing. They have no games coming out." It's like, dude, the games they showed are coming out like this year or early next year. And uh, one of my friends that I talked to is really excited about that Last Guardian game. Mm-hmm. Like they showed that like years ago. Yeah. Like it's not even out yet, and people have been like seeing it, asking about it for years and years and years. Like, what is the point of that? I don't understand. No, I I definitely agree with you. I'm not a big fan of the the long game because I don't want to be hyped for something that I can't play for over maybe 18 months max. If if Nintendo did that, they would win every single E3. Because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, here comes our new Mario game, here's a new Zelda game, here's a new Metro game, here's a right. new Donkey Kong, here's a new whatever. And everybody's like, oh my god, could you believe there's a new Pokemon coming? It's like, dude, it's three years away, but it's coming. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I, you know, I, I was a little shocked and in, in, in shock and awe when uh, when the Direct happened. There was a few things that I, were missing for me, and I've, I've kind of gone through them uh, at the very beginning of this week, but and uh, you know, Metroid Prime, a true Metroid Prime was obviously a big one on my ticket, and so mm-hmm. I was kind of in disgust with the Federation Force initially. And uh, but looking at everything now, and especially looking at everything in their own individual pieces, there are a ton of great games coming out in the next uh, you know six to eight months. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. And like you said, a game a month. I've got yeah. a September, uh, an October, a November, and a December at minimum. And then, like you said, uh, Amiibo Festival. I'm probably going to get that. I just want to know more about it. And then um, yeah. other people have even talked me into paying attention to, like, even Yokai Watch or, you know, uh, in the next segment, Hammerlord is going to talk about Mario Tennis. And um, I've already heard some good things from the Treehouse people about that. So I was know. hoping that that uh, the Animal Crossing game was a full game and that Amiibo Festival was part of the game. Like, you could kind of do it as a side thing, but it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. So that's kind of bums me out. But what can you do? Mm-hmm. So uh, let's ask um, questions four and five, but we have a special guest because <gasps> we have a guest host that has suddenly shown up to, uh, like a hero, to join us. So a wild we... so-and-so has arrived? Appeared. <laughs> a, a wild Plute has, has appeared, yes. Ooh. Let's add him to the call. Plute, you are live on the air. I'm live, yes. and <laughs> I thrive. Who are we talking to? Is this Rob? Yeah, we're talking yeah to Rob. that's me. Mm-hmm. Neat. I haven't talked What's to up? you in a while, Rob. How are you doing? I know. I don't know. I'm all sweaty. It's like kind of humid in here. And now that you showed up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Get him a towel, folks. 
Yeah. So what are you guys talking about? So uh, we just finished the third question of the five questions. Mm-hmm. And so next I'm about to ask Rob, how does he feel about Nintendo's dissemination of information this year with the you know, Sunday through Thursday kind of information gauntlet? I like to avoid spoilers. Mm-hmm. So uh, where a lot of people got to soak up a lot of Treehouse footage, which is cool for them, it's something I did not even endeavor at uh, all. Okay. And I watched, I watched that Fire Emblem slash Shin Megami Tensei. Should I say slash or X or uh, cross? If cross. Pokey Freak will tell you to say cross. Is it cross though? Like, didn't didn't um, Iwata himself call it X like a year ago? <laughs> well, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. At this point, uh, who knows? It doesn't matter. So that um, I got like ten minutes into it. I already had something spoiled for me in my terms. So I was like, ah, crap! I'm done with that. So I try to like not follow up with that stuff too much. I liked what I saw though of everything. Uh, I guess but, let me yeah. let me narrow it down to just yeah simply, narrow it down. So then, would you prefer that they just did have the one show and then they didn't? Uh, not, not necessarily Treehouse. I mean, that's you're you're omitting that for your own, you know, just the way you you work. But yeah, do you think that it was smart of them to split the Smash Brothers direct into its own thing and then the Earthbound reveal and all that stuff, or should it have been just one epic? You know, even if it was like an hour and fifteen minutes long direct. Well, they did this last year too, right? They had like a little appetizer before the main course. If they did, I don't remember it being as big as like a Smash one. Do you remember I don't know. I I don't recall. You guys, my, I can only remember like 363 days at a time. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> That's gotta be terrible. You're like you can't remember like your last birthday ever. No, I just I just assumed they were awful. <laughs> well, that's cool. Though. Like Trish can like throw the same party every year. You don't even know it. <laughs> I, know. I get the no same eff- cards. <laughs> no effort. Um. <laughs> I like the little, I like the little appetizer thing. I, I like it's cool that Smash Brothers had its own. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes it feel extra special. I, I didn't like the $22 worth of DLC that I have to buy. And when <laughs> I say have to, I mean have to. So I'm not yeah. psyched about that. And, and Rob, keep, keep this in mind. Me being an avid 3DS player, that was more expensive for me because I played both like all the time. Oh yeah, and then in Canadian money, yeah, it was uh, like four thousand dollars. No, it, w- it was like in the forty-one bucks. It was like something. forty. Yeah, it came like with tax. It came to, like forty dollars. Yeah. yeah, which is probably like closer to thirty for us. But um, well, I can tell you, I bought Splatoon from GameStop, and I got the free Splatoon gear in Smash Brothers, so I saved a buck fifty. Nice. Yeah, yeah, you know what? And and in Canada, that that came from uh, Best Buy. Okay. And um, I didn't realize that. I guess I was just no. You know what? It was just I was lazy. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I could just buy it all at once. So now I have, I have a free code for anyone who wants inkling. Oh, uh, dibs, dibs. Oh yeah, do you want it? <laughs> yes, I do not. I wasn't sure how people were even getting them, but. Oh sweet, yeah, we'll you can get it because I, I bought them, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> even though I had them for free. Just waiting around. Good deal. I, and you know there how you, go. you get costumes. so much from me, Steven. All you right, get so much from me. Sorry, sorry. Okay. That's all right. Well, yeah. Let's move on to the fifth question, and then we can get into the main topics because uh, we got a lot to talk about still, and only so much time. Uh, Rob, number five. You can edit for hours, though. Correct, but we have other people <laughs> who are watching the clock, waiting to jump in as well. That's all. Yeah, otherwise, yeah. otherwise, how else do we have four-hour recordings that turn into like three-hour and twenty-minute podcasts? So. Sure. Is that how long they are? Mm. They, they've <laughs> they've At happened. Least. Yeah, they've they've been getting longer and longer. Oh man, this is where I say egad. Exactly. Too long. I try to I, go. Two is like the ideal, and then so it just it's never it's happens. But uh, okay, so question number five: What non Nintendo announcement resonated most with you? Okay, I did not see everything again. 
Uh, the thing that I thought was the coolest was the Minecraft table. That's mm. what I'll call it. Tell me about that. And did you not see it? I did not. Oh, really? You could... Okay. So there's these glasses or something you can wear. I don't know what it's called exactly. But basically, I can build my Minecraft world. I can call you into my world. And I can switch from first person to, like, third person god style. And my stage will appear on my table. And I can see little you running around, like, on my kitchen table. It's, like, the, one of the coolest looking things ever. That's and amazing. I talked about this before, actually, with the AR cards and Fire Emblem. I don't know if you remember that uh, on a podcast a while ago. I think I was on with Paleo that day, uh, if that helps. But um, I'm, I'm just waiting for something like that with Fire Emblem. Like, I want to see my little guys on the table, you know, duking it out. I mean, how cool would that be? That would be nuts. That'd be really cool. Was that part so, of the Oculus thing? That was in the... Uh, it's, it's called the it HoloLens. On... Oh, okay. So it's Who knows? Completely different. All right. It looks it was... amazing. It's like you have, like, all of a sudden there's this little world just all of a sudden in your in your living room. It's pretty neat. And that oh. one was on TV, so that must have been the uh, the Microsoft conference. Mm. Yeah, because they own, they own uh, Minecraft now, right? Yeah, I think they do. I was going to say they own everything, but I guess that works. Almost. They own Apple. You know, you know what, Rob? It... I'm, actually, I'm actually surprised that you even bothered to watch non-Nintendo stuff. I'm impressed. I soak everything up, and I kind of, I kind of hope that other people do the same, but I know it's not. It's kind of a bummer. And I, I'm, I'm wondering if Nintendo not having a podcast or a podcast, not being on E3 traditionally like everybody else, I wonder if that like really hurts them, or, you know, if Microsoft and Bethesda and Ubisoft and those guys like, you know, they put their conferences there. I'm gonna watch them, and I think if Nintendo were there the same way, I think people would be more inclined to partake. Now, I used to feel that way back when they decided to change it, but then yeah. when they changed it, I grew to kind of fall in love with the way that they do it. I think they're funnier. I mean, I think they're more enjoyable, and it's kind of oh, a bummer yeah. that people aren't getting to see those. We haven't yeah. had, like, a screwed-up Zelda demo or anything. Exactly. No, there it's hasn't been control. any gaffes, yeah, which is good. It's all control, and we get Muppets, and we get, you know, Robot <laughs> Chicken last year. Yeah. yeah. I like the, uh, the thing with Siri. Did you see that? No. Somebody, somebody has Siri to like play a song, like play the song from Selma. And she's like, she played a different song, and he's like, let's try that again. So, yeah, see, that's the type of stuff that Nintendo doesn't deal with now. Yeah, mm. I, can't, I can't. remember. Oh, what it was. I did catch. I heard about yeah. that, and was it Game Explain or I, I listened to something recently, and I heard something about that. That sounds pretty funny. Well, excellent. Well, as you were. Yes. Uh, well, no. So those are the five questions. Simple okay. as that. Those are the ones we wanted to ask every guest, and now we oh. can move on to the main stuff, the okay. uh, meat and potatoes. So let's mm, talk about, you know what, it's good that, meat and, potatoes. <laughs> and it's good that Paul's here with us because hi, we're going to talk about Amiibo, Paul, and you also yeah. are a crazy son of a bitch with Amiibo. <laughs> I am. You it's are awful. like us. One of us. One of us. <laughs> Except I actually unbox mine, and I know Rob doesn't. I unbox some of them. Oh, okay. My, my Villager and my Link were out day one, and then Villager became impossible in about, mm, I don't know, $50,000 to buy a new one, so <laughs> that's pretty cool. And like, I just like... Not that I I would hoard ever. I have two of some, just a couple. I have, I have two Marths, two Meta Knight, which I just got uh, like a couple weeks ago, and I got two uh, Ikes. I just got an Ike reprint a couple a little bit ago. Uh. But there were like eight villagers at Toys R Us like day one, and like I had I known, like I would just scoop them up and you know, gave the world a Coke, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Everybody um, on Negative Row would have a villager right now. We'd all be happy. And instead, everyone's just doing coke to cope with the, the lack of uh, <laughs> oh, stock. Oh, man. I so, think coke jokes are hilarious, by the way. I don't know why. I would never do drugs. <laughs> but, like, oh, what did I say the other day? I said like somebody was, like, going to the bathroom to do a bump or something like that. <laughs> I, know, I thought it was funny. Whatever. Drugs aren't funny. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, but definitely joke about them. Yeah. That's what we're saying, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what's up? So, okay. So, <laughs> let's let's talk about Amiibo. I mean... I, I, I love it. I, I should have pre-counted how many are actually were announced, but we got like, I think it's like uh, eleven, nine, or something. ten, eighteen, nineteen. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, twenty-two. I'm seeing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There's like eleven Smash ones, and then there's like Animal Crossing, Eight? Chibi Robo. The yep. um, was making a the joke. Two, like eleven Amiibo. There's <laughs> not yeah. a chance. No, yeah, it wouldn't be. We wouldn't be that lucky to have to only collect eleven. Oh, um, yeah. But then there's the two Mario Maker ones, which are unique. From each other, so yeah. So I don't know, Rob. You tell me where you want to start because we can do Chibi Robo, we can do Mario Maker, we can do Smash or Animal Crossing. You know what? What are your thoughts on Amiibo? Right now? First, I, I know we talk about it on the thread a lot, but have you guys? Are you guys all caught up right now? Yeah. Yes. You are. Okay. I'm just missing my stupid DDD still, which is supposed to be coming in from GameStop at some point. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. My Nest came in the mail just this week. It was supposed to be here on Monday, and the tracking thing said Saturday. And I was like, oh, my God. So I had my sister come to my apartment twice to try to pick it up. So I was out of town. Yeah. And I checked Monday morning. You know, supposed to be here then. Wasn't there. No update since early Saturday morning on my tracking stuff. Went to the post office. They tell me my post office is a different place, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, Tuesday, I'm freaking out. Mailman Kuvaps helps me out. Like, you know, helps me <laughs> out with that stuff. And then I just went outside randomly to look, and there's my box sitting there. I'm like, where have you been? It's probably Kuvaps who brought it. That, I didn't even think of that. He is possibly one of the nicest people in the world. I wouldn't put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> and I've, I've got his Meta Knight here. It's a nice amiibo. Yeah, I like that. I like that he kind of has like battle damage on him. The uh, the second release, they know they all do. Yeah. Oh, they do the yeah, first ones. That, oh, it's a, it's either battle damage or they just for some reason Meta Knight was just poorly painted because <laughs> <laughs> all of them are are unique from each other. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's weird. But I, do I think, think any time you mess up a paint job, it's like, oh, it's battle damage, dude. What's wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> That's what I chalked it up to back when I got mine. So. That's totally what it is. Oh, it, it's. I'm sure it is, but they're all pretty. <laughs> they're all pretty unique. So ah, whatever. I, th- I still think he looks pretty sweet. What's your favorite one? Is Mennonite your favorite one? I think my favorite one is DDD with the ones oh, we don't have. He's like damn. super hefty. He's like heavy. He's really well crafted. He's easily my favorite. Full stop. Yeah. I thought the Bowser one looked pretty cool, but I just I gotta give it to Ike. He's my favorite dude everywhere. Ike does look good everywhere. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I think Ness in a non-sculpted like I mean I think Ness just because it's Ness is possibly like my second favorite, maybe favorite because I was always a big Earth. I used to draw like Earth. Oh, you were pictures did... and stuff back when I was in like grade nine. I didn't know this. You were a big. Oh Earth yeah. Fan. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no, I was going to say the reason the reason the nest <laughs> yeah I know the reason the nest didn't show up to your house sometimes is because he knew oh. in, his, in his poor little heart that you're not an Earthbound fan and my <sighs> two like least oh I was going to say least favorite Kid, I can't stand Kid Icarus but like Kirby and Earthbound are like two of my least favorite things and I just been like screwed over constantly with the exception <laughs> of Kirby Amiibo like Meta Knight impossible to find like DDD is the only one I don't have and then stupid Ness avoiding me forever. Like you, Rob, uh, are the are the negative Triforce bone. Am I? Well, Kirby is your least favorite thing, and Earthbound. 
Uh, then, yeah, yeah, Chris can get in there with a kid Icarus. I just, oh my god, that game. I don't. Okay, let's not talk about that. Oh, yeah. So yeah, let's let's talk. Let's stay on the topic of, of Amiibo, but let's talk yeah, about the, the Smash stuff. Amiibo. Uh, what is? Oh. Like, you're gonna continue to collect everyone, right? Yeah, I was gonna say really quick too. I want to take my Ike out of the box and I want to replace his plastic cape. I want to like make a cloth cape and then replace his plastic sword and like fashion like a metal sword. Like, <laughs> so do small, it on a small like you know. Uh, What's it called? Anvil and stuff. Just the custom game. <laughs> the custom game is big, man. Go for it. Yeah. And then, you know, put it in like a little like Dixie cup, like <laughs> It'll be awesome. Oh. It'll be awesome. So uh the new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna see how much I can like keep That's going it. back and talking about other stuff. Okay, so the, 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 the new Smash the new Smash Me Blue. Is that where we're trying to go now? Well yeah, I figure that's a good place to start. I mean I guess, yeah. you know, there's not too much to say about each individual one, but which one is your most anticipated? Like, which one looks the best to you? Well, I want a Ganondorf from the start, and I can't believe it's taken this long to finally get him out here. I guess there were some on sale this uh, this afternoon on Amazon for like 27, 25, 27, with, and that was including shipping. Well, I'm over on Reddit a bunch, and they put up like Amazon stuff from everywhere, and I only want the North American ones. So they right, put yeah, up stuff Japanese like ones. Japanese and Italy and Deutschland. Oh. Oh, but but Rob, here's a yes. question for you. If you okay. you only want the North American ones, but Rob is coming out in an alternate color in I know. Japan, so I how's have, that gonna go? I'll have Fink order it for me, and then I'll get it from him. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's that's, that's a, a good bit point, Paul. I I don't think I'm gonna try to go for that. I'm not looking to get every variant or anything. I just want to have the complete set, and if I can get you know other countries to help out because America is crazy, then I will. But <laughs> people were talking about going for like every game and watch. So like, well, what are you talking is, about? No, Game & Watch all comes, all of the poses come in one box. Yeah, yeah, but, but for the people who want to keep them in a box, they're like, oh, i got to get him with his mail. Oh, i got to get him with his little squirt bottle. I bet you he's going to come as one, and then the rest are going to be inserts. Because the production line is not going to just, I don't think they're going to randomly sort them like that. Yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, no, for sure. He'll come with his, his actual trophy pose from Smash. Yeah. And then, I, I mean, as soon as I open mine up, I'm going to put the number nine hammer on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's my favorite. I'm a huge Game and Watch. I love Game and Watch. He's one of my favorite characters to play as. Mm-hmm. I tried playing Smash Bros. again the other day, and I am horrible now. I took like two, three months off, and I just I have no idea what I'm doing anymore. You can't it's take time sad. off of Smash. It's, I, it's I, was to, I was trying to figure out why like, why <laughs> I stopped. I think I stopped playing that because like Bayonetta came out or something, and then I just Bayonetta. hadn't been back. And then Bayonetta, like I didn't finish Bayonetta. I don't know why I stopped playing Bayonetta. So I'm oh, gonna get Bayonetta back to Bayonetta too. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. I know. I know what's wrong. I got. I got problems. <laughs> yeah. You guys should come over and like help me beat stuff. That's what I really need. I just need help like beating games or something. I can't finish them. I don't know why. Rob, you should put... only play only play games you enjoy. That's the problem. Yeah. I played through Earthbound. It took me forever, and I hated it. You well, here. Have. Walk them over. And you'll make piles of games. The ones you like <laughs> will go by you, and the ones you hate will go by us. And we we'll... are so focused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, did E3 even happen yet? Um, I want to talk about uh, no Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. So, yeah. What was your initial reaction, Rob, to that? Because like I, I said, I was in shock. I knew Happy Home Designer mm-hmm. was coming, and I didn't know there were two games coming. So when I saw the beginning of the Amiibo Festival, I was like, <gasps> here comes a new Animal Crossing game for us to play, like a full-fledged one. And I immediately thought of how exciting that would be. And then it was Amiibo Festival. I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's just kind of like a game you play inside of it. Kind of like, <laughs> I hope you know, when too. you play hide and seek. 
with them yeah. in the other games, and then it's not. So that's just oh, a bummer. Yeah, the circles and, and kept Rob, showing up. Uh, the last Animal Crossing, which you didn't play because it was on 3DS, also has yeah. like island games, like even more gamey games. They're pretty fun. So yeah. I could have seen, so I could have seen someone making that mistake coming from that direction I mean, as well. We'll get it anyways, but uh, uh, I don't know what a, a little bit. E3 was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I'm just overall, joking. I, I, overall, yeah. E3 was actually pretty good. But... No, I liked it. I did. I was just a little joke there. Um, yeah, no, I'm still getting it. I just, I thought there were going to be four uh, Amiibo. I'm like, I'm going to play as Totokiki. I'm excited for that. And then I saw there were eight. I'm like, oh my god, I want to buy eight of these things. Which one's your favorite? I guess just Totokiki. I mean, I didn't even real, I didn't even recognize some of the other people. So like an alpaca or a llama in there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, those are uh, new for the 3DS game. I figured. They, uh... I want to play as Boots. You guys know Boots? Yeah. Boots, Boots is my favorite. He's my, Boots, Boots is, is my best friend. Yeah, he's, yeah, a, he's a villager. I don't think he was in the Wii game. I think mm. he's from the, uh, the GameCube one. He was a, a sweet alligator with green skin. Mm. Yeah, and I always gave cool. him like a custom made NWO shirt. He looked awesome. <laughs> well, so. Yeah. Would you guys have, I mean, what, okay, just, this isn't E3 related, but. Yeah, what, of course would, not. what would what would happen if they actually started releasing like all the villagers for Animal Crossing in amiibo form? What, oh my what, god! Would you actually try to entertain like the actual eventual purchase of them all, or would you just right away oh. go? Because I mean, there's like hundreds and hundreds of there's not Pokemon levels of uh, characters, but there's definitely hundreds of them. Can, can I jump out? in for a second? Go ahead. <laughs> this is this is my feeling on on Nintendo's amiibo in general right now. The too much. Mm-hmm. It's too much. They're they're not keeping. They, there's not enough supply of ones that people want right now, and they're already throwing like two different um, old school Mario ones. They're oh, the exact same that. thing with different colors. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just too much. And and they're releasing like giant clumps of them at a time. That's yeah. Like it's just too much. Like if they were releasing like two or three, you know, this month, two or three next month, great. But truthfully, I, I actually started really looking at myself and going, because I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to try and collect them all. And now I'm going, you know what, I need to find a, a place to just stop. I, I don't know if I'm going to, we'll see, but I'm, 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 I am disappointed in the way that, that Nintendo's handling people, very much so. Well, there was just some news that apparently Reggie said that they have to take a hard look at what they're doing, and that they plan to... Uh... Con- you know, going forward, they want to double or triple their estimates because they see just how you know in demand this shit is, and that apparently the U.S. buys two thirds of all the world's amiibo. <laughs> I believe that, which explains all the Australia pictures we saw. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and uh, and the fact that you can pretty steadily or easily kind of like I've, I've pre-ordered quite a few from uh, the U.K. and I have actually two pre-orders from Germany locked in. And uh, and I didn't even notice the Germany thing on Twitter until like a half hour later, and it was still there. So nice. Cl- clearly, the world likes Amiibo, but doesn't love them in the sick way we do. And, yeah. Uh, well, America's pretty big too. It is right. It's I mean, place. Ju- you talk about comparing it to Japan, and okay, well, we're how many Japans in one? I mean, I don't even well, know how many Japans would fit inside the U.S. That always gets me fired up instantly when they they don't release a game here because they don't think it'll sell because there's like whatever i mean we're huge compared to japan yeah it's like they're it'll sell yeah yeah it's hard to sell a game when it's not out you know? <laughs> yeah but uh no with the amiibo thing though i did 
I liked what I saw with the Animal Crossing ones. They all look great. Again, the bases look really nice. The details. Uh, I think eight probably relates to the amount of characters or players in the amiibo yeah, game. Probably. Um, I, you know, if they if they well, I don't know. I, I wish that there was more amiibo functionality for these ones than just that game. But you you know you're not going to see like a Tom Nook racing suit in Mario Kart or anything. And Never know. Uh, I guess that's true. Um, but eight should have been the max. I kind of wish they never thought to do the Smash Brothers as they did, because that's what's run this whole thing into the ground. Uh, well, but- it, it, truthfully, like if they just ran the Smash series slowly, and then they started introducing the other ones, I think that would have been okay. But I mean, then they wouldn't be able to release games like this. Which yeah. did this game is a free download, right? Well, there's speculation about that. Um, yeah. What's his name from the BitBlock? Josh something? Josh Thomas? Yeah, he tweeted that he overheard some people talk about it at E3, saying that, yes, it was a free-to-play game, but you need an amiibo as your character, which is fine by me. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, for two amiibo, and maybe they'll even sell them in certain packs, for two amiibo, that's 26 bucks. Maybe the game is worth $26, presuming you can actually find these things without having to pay shipping prices and all that stuff and uh, scalpers. But maybe you only need one to play. Maybe you can play against the computer and you can do other things. Or maybe you can play online and, you know, who knows. But uh, huh. the if there are retail packages showing up on websites, but yeah. I think that's everyone just jumping the gun. GameStop yeah. and other places trying to get pre-orders locked in. And, and maybe there will be like a, you know, you, bund- or you buy two of these Amiibo or three of these Amiibo and then it comes with the download code, you know, just to get you in the game. So it could be, yeah. They could still sell a physical package, but I... Yeah, I would hope that this isn't... First of all, it's a totally bad move if they actually were to uh, sell the game and then the Amiibo separately. Yeah, like, that, that just, just seems really stupid. If you um, truly need just the Amiibo to play. Now, the idea... like I do like the idea of getting a free game to download and then and unlocking it with the Amiibo. Like, that's kind of a... That's a neat way of doing it. Like mm-hmm. where You don't have to purchase the game separately and the game actually uses the Amiibo well. Right. You can you can look at the amiibo as just being accessories to a game. Like if you bought Samba de Amigo, you get the you know the shakers mm-hmm. or or Guitar Hero, you have the guitar. You know, an, an actual amiibo game. The amiibo are just yeah. You know what I mean? I know what I mean. Well, that's that's <laughs> you know after the the calm came over me and I stopped you know uh, having the angry convulsing. Yeah, like the, <laughs> exactly. Once the uh, the hate seizures stopped. Um, I started looking at this game maybe with a little more light. I still don't know very much about it, so if you guys do know more, tell me in just a second. I don't know anything. Me either. I mean, it looks like it's a Mario Party, but there's no real mini game, so maybe it's something else. And it could be intriguing and calm. I mean, Animal Crossing is a calming, pleasant experience. So if they have a game where it's not, it's, it's competitive but not overly stressful, and you know, who knows? Maybe it can still be fun. We'll see. I read the uh, the description of it really quick earlier, yeah. and it's it mentioned how it's going to change reflecting the month. That you're playing Ooh, in, which is okay. pretty cool. I wonder if the game will actually like morph and be like, "Oh man, it's really cool in June, but just wait till July or something." I really don't know. Yeah, the back of the background will be a different color, right? Just yeah, <laughs> that's probably it. <laughs> but imagine if you play at night and it's like nighttime. That would be kind of neat. There oh yeah, and then on cool Saturdays you'll have KK Slider. They didn't I mean, show they... any mini games that went, did they? No. Well, no. That's the thing. It, like someone referenced it. That it looked like the game of life in Animal Crossing form, which in itself could be kind of cool. I want to play that because that's a fun game, the game of life. But we'll see, we'll see. I'm not sure what what's really going to go on here. I'm, I and I want to actually say a positive thing about it. Um, well, we have been. Oh no, no, for <laughs> sure. But like, 
But my my reaction when I first saw you know the HD Animal Crossing characters was oh yeah like I wasn't super excited but I was like oh yeah finally they're gonna you know release the, the Animal Crossing that I just it, I just expected it you know what I mean I, I'm like okay a new Animal Crossing is gonna be coming out it's, oh what the heck disappointment but <laughs> what I but what I really like is uh, when they land on the space all of a sudden there's like this thing happening it's like and I was sitting at home and. And the newspaper was on, you know, page three, and it was a wonderful time. Like, what the hell is this all about? <laughs> I thought you were going to say my newspaper was on fire. I don't know. I remember that <laughs> so, happening. Yeah, oh, my, my newspaper was on fire. <laughs> yeah. I was dancing a dance of glee. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, I like that presentation style of it. It's, it's really charming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't know what the hell it is. And I would love if there was some sort of connectivity with the um, um, New Leaf. If they could just do an update and somehow... I don't know, make it relevant or something. Cause that'd be... well, I'm, I'm sure Rob would love that. I would love <laughs> anything forcing me to interact with 3DS games, especially like the Hyrule Warriors thing where it told me I can import my Hyrule, character, Hyrule Warriors characters from 3DS to my Wii U. But do we know if that's, if that's strictly uh, only for those users or if, they're, if you can just buy them anyway? I better be able to buy them I only. almost guarantee it. I mean, not that I can actually guarantee it because I have no connection, but it's not going to be any different than when people got Mewtwo for having both Smash Brothers for like an extra week, and then all of a sudden you could buy them. I, I'm pretty sure because they're going to have it programmed in there. They're going to want to get their money there. So. Well, right, and I'll buy it because I'm not going to get the 3DS game if it's the same game. Why don't they tell people that so I don't have to fret? Because they want you to fret. They want you I, to buy the 3DS game. I'm not buying that crap. I'm going to send them a letter. Be like, I'm never buying 3DS stuff. They're like, Oh, well, don't worry. We're going to have it all like a week later. Like, Oh, okay. Well, part of me wonders <laughs> if. They actually would want to hold that back to entice people to buy the 3DS version. Cause... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But but you know they're going to do like once once they have enticed the people. Like two months entice, later or something? They'll be like, it might not even be two months. Because, I mean, even with uh, Mewtwo, people knew ahead of time. And some people were like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll get both. Because I actually had a couple friends who did that. I, um, I missed out on that uh, that cool CD, though. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, pretty cool. Oh, that reminds me, dudes. That uh, the Club Nintendo stuff's ending real, real soon, right? Uh-huh. Oh, I gotta get my downloadable games. Yeah. I already got hosed on my uh, my uh, one gift, whatever it's called. Yeah, we've had a bunch of uh, milestones, but yeah, at the end of the month, it's just fully dead forever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Well, this brings us back to E3. Nintendo didn't announce their plans for oh, whatever yeah. the heck they're doing next. What's up with that? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe oh, that's just yeah. what they're doing. It's just we're just selling a, a ton of amiibos. <laughs> that's their plan. Like, hey, whatever. I'm I'm on board. <laughs> oh, they saw me coming, man. Do you think oh. that'll be something that they'll just pop on us, or do you think that it'll wait till next E3 or something? I have or a feeling it's going to be con- connected to the NX. Yeah, right. It's got to be out way before that, though, doesn't it? It doesn't. Have- Why? <laughs> what is it? Been, what is? It? We've been getting like points for games since GameCube. Like now, we're just not getting points for anything. Yeah. Yeah, they stopped them. There's no. You're, just like, Meh. You shouldn't have been able to get a code in any new games as of like this February or something. Oh, that made me mad. I was planning on getting to platinum that way, like based on my games. And oh yeah, yeah, me too. Like the new 3DS came out and Majora's Mask 3D came out, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna get like a bunch of points from this. Nope. Yep. Yep. I but I was already, game. I was already platinum. Yeah. Awesome. So I wish you were platinum blonde. Me, I wish like, I had. I wish I had the hair too. I wish I had like Fabio hair. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> that would shut up. 
<laughs> that would have somehow changed Sunday for the worst, I think. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Tank, what's next on your list? What are we going to talk about? Are we still well, talking about more Amiibos? Well, we only have a few minutes left. And then, what? Uh, and then, yeah, Hammerlord's coming in. Oh, oh King gonna... Slider looks awesome. Okay. He does. <laughs> Although I wish there was a Pascal Amiibo. That's my oh, only... Yeah, Pascal's cool. Yeah, that's my only... That guy likes swimming. Sadness. He does. Maybe that's what they were worried about people doing, is putting him in water. Yeah. <laughs> well, he could have been the first waterproof Amiibo. You know, you could have... That could have... He only works underwater. It would have been great. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, well, then they'd have to, like, retcon some other things, wouldn't they? Or whatever? That, well, yeah, then they could have sold a waterproof box for your uh, Wii pad, you know, your tablet. Then you put that underwater, you put the Amiibo underwater, then it works. And there this we is, go. This, yeah. I, I know the Pikmin one wouldn't work in water for sure, but... Only the, the, blue one, the blue ones. The blue yeah. Pikmin. Oh, wouldn't that be great if there was, like, Olimar, like, different Pikmin ones? You'd, like, just get the ones with the white ones, just the one with the purple ones. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> well, and it would have been again if Smash never existed, and there, and then each game or each kind of set had like five to eight total that that was manageable for people to get, and they just spaced that out. That would have worked out great. I think about what I want to happen to all my stuff after I croak someday, and I, <laughs> put it back have, on Nintendo's doorstep. I have like this like vision of like this huge like awesome auction where like everybody that I used to know like comes from miles around to like bid on my crap. <laughs> like, did you hear? Rob's dead. Rob's dead. Hooray! Hurrah! Dips on his amiibo. <laughs> oh, this is this has got very sad. <laughs> well, let's make it happy. Let's. Uh... I liked it. I liked it better when nobody said it out loud. <laughs> so it's okay Sorry. when I say it. <laughs> That's sad. We just wrecked the, the weird <laughs> fantasy. Like, no, but like I got I got all kinds of cool stuff. Like special Lucina, Robin, Marth, Ike. All four of them. It's like, wow, those are first run. In box, wow. Yeah, in box. Incredible. In fact, I'll, in fact, I'll pay a hefty price. We can yeah. put you in a giant amiibo box. <laughs> when I always you, said I, I want to <laughs> when you die. So that could work. We'll yeah, do that. Stuffed, mounted onto a, 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 a chip. Yeah, I want to be. I want to be stuffed like a like a, an animal. And then people <laughs> you, like, you, you are an animal. I'm gonna quickly yeah. turn this back around. The car is gonna turn back around. We're heading. They can come the visit cliff. me. I'd be like my own wax museum, except it'd be like a flesh museum. Okay. Steven, sort of like... Steven's trying to turn it around. Oh my gosh. You just okay. keep going. So, so Rob, two more questions yes. for you, bud, and then, and then we're gonna, uh, I'm gonna get Hammer Lord on early to, to stop the flesh museum talk. Um, I'm gonna hide, <laughs> I'm gonna hide under the, uh, the virtual table and interfere in his stuff too. Um, so two questions that came to mind here. Um, one, yes. if you could, Tell Nintendo, hey, start making amiibo for this series or this game. What would you be telling them right now? I want to say Ogre Battle. <laughs> okay, of course. Fair enough, man. That's fair enough. God, I love that series. Ogre I Battle went, amiibo. I, I went to Comic. <laughs> oh man, I'm off the topic again. I went to Niagara Falls Comic Con and they had like bootleg SNES like Ogre Battle Tactics, and the guy was charging like 55 bucks, and I'm like, what is this? And he's like, it's Japanese, but it's in English. And I freaked out, and when I came home, and I looked it up, and it's like a real thing. Like you can get one that's not bootleg. Wow, like that's pretty crazy. So, um, what game? They pretty much got everything, didn't they? Like, what I mean, else is there? I'm yeah, they, they cover a lot with Smash. Like, there's no way I would have had an S amiibo or be getting a Lucas amiibo if not right. for them doing like every. I Smash want. Character. I want them to make a line and call it, like Nintendo Vixens, and it's just like all like super sexy amiibo, and only I'll buy them. <laughs> and everyone else uh, you won't will complain. You won't about be the him. only one, I guarantee that. Did you see the, uh, I don't know her name, there's like a statue, one of the girls from Fire Emblem, who has like a bunch of books. 
Mm, uh, yeah, she's the chesty it, one in the trailer. I remember that. It is like beyond There's one no, librarian looking one, right? In she's from the 3DS game. Oh, her name's okay, her name's know. like. Did you guys play it? Or maybe, no, no, I don't. Oh, I thought it was from the trailer because there was a no, little. No, she's bit of she's in Awakening. Sex appeal there. Um, no, I, I didn't. I didn't play. I didn't beat it yet. Okay, I, I keep going back to it, but I. Her name's it's like a good game. Thuda or something like that. Thra, Thra, some. Anyway, so it's anyway. like this. It's like the sexiest statue I've ever seen, and it's like a Nintendo product. <laughs> it's like it's so confusing. <laughs> like she's like like butt cheeks like hanging like she's like she's wearing like pantyhose or tights or something, but like her butt cheeks are like hanging out. It's like, dude, this Nintendo made. What's going on? Doesn't make any sense. I don't no, know. There's, then, nothing, there's something about butt cheeks hanging out that just doesn't sound very <laughs> sexy to me. Take a look, man. You change your mind real fast. All right. It's so good. last question, and then uh, and then we're gonna have to go to a break. Uh, oh, sounds awful. It has been a fun ride, though, Rob. I tell you, we that. didn't do, we didn't talk about anything. We, yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> okay. We talked about Amiibo. We did. We talked about Amiibo. We talked about the questions. Is this one we didn't cover. I think you need to be on another episode. Is what needs to happen. Yeah, probably. That's probably what happened. You need a whole episode dedicated to yourself. Simple. As I'm that. excited <laughs> for that. The Fire Emblem Cross thing. Fire Fire Emblem Cross X. Whatever. Shin Megami Crossfire. Crossfire. You'll be caught up in the... You'll be caught up in the... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I want... Oh, that's what I want. I want Amiibos for those, for that game. Because what I saw in the trailer... No. (laughs) From the trailer from Shin Megami X, Xenoblade Chronicles. X. X Force. Xenoblade Chronicles. Wait, what? I'm just making stuff up. I want want Amiibo from that game. And I want them to jiggle. You want the SMT cross... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, if, if there's a uh, change.org to get rid of Metroid Federation fighters or whatever, Federation Force, then you can certainly make a change.org for that. Are, are they really doing that? Um, yeah, it's some the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, some really whiny bitches are. I bet Deathly Hollows loves the way that game looks. I'll guarantee it. Oh, I don't know. You know he what? I'm, to... I'm not going to lie. I think it looks really fun. There you have it. I. I... <laughs> <laughs> Deathly in disguise. It, it looks okay. I've already said my piece on the show, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna think we're just gonna end it there. What? Rob, I you Rob, another question. Well, that well, you kind of answered it. I wanted to know uh, just what else. You know, any any final thoughts about the show? And you started riffing oh. and stuff. So, I love to riff. So, any any other thoughts though about any other game? Give me one more final mustache oh. thought. I uh, I just I just want a real Fire Emblem. I miss it. And I don't want to play it. I tried to play the 3DS demo for Awakening, and it just wasn't the same. I just want to. I want to play it on my with a controller mm-hmm. on my t- on my TV. It was sad. Hopefully real one de- day. Real depressing. I just get depressed playing stuff all the time. All right. Well, give us a happy thought so we don't have to worry about you when, when you leave. Um, happy thought. Oh, so I like the way Star Fox looked, but my buddy who. Like the SNES game, he said it looked terrible. Okay, that's not a happy thought. <laughs> let's just I let's know. end ah, it with ah, the first part. Yeah. Uh, you loved how it looked. Wonderful. Um. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> that's I'm forgetting. All right. We'll get you, you on another me. show. We're no, you take, won't. We're, yes, we will. Yes, you get, you'll be like you were just on the E3 one. We're like I barely <laughs> talked about anything. I just kept talking about stories that weren't even relevant. Uh, we'll give you your own story time. Who's and coming on now? Next is Hammerlord. Send him an email. Tell him he gets twenty minutes. <laughs> okay, I'll tell him directly right now. Oh, you will now. directly to directly. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be with Hammerlord, Mister Mustache, Rob. Thank you very much for joining us. When do you get rid of me? Right. You just kick, you just, <laughs> right you just kick me out of here. That is, now. That's how oh. it works. We'll be right Sad. Back. Okay. 
Alright, and we're back. I uh, hope you didn't leave us yet, because we have Paul returning as a co-host for the time being, and uh, we also have another new guest. We have Hammerlord. You know him as John. All hail the Hammerlord. Hey, guys. Welcome. Alright, so, welcome to the show, John. Uh, we want to go through the same old spiel as we've been doing with every guest so far, so we want to first ask you the first, uh, well, not the first, the five questions that everyone will be asked as the title so aptly is called. And then after that, we're going to go into your topics, which uh, should touch on some new things that uh, we haven't even discussed yet so far on this uh, this being our third show. So, uh, again, welcome, and uh, are you ready? Yes, I am. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, Paul, we'll alternate questions. I'll go first with the odds. Question okay. number one, <laughs> unless you'd like to. <laughs> no, go ahead. Okay. Uh, question number one. John, based on E3, what is your most anticipated game? Star Fox Zero. All right, that was a quick buzzer nice. answer. In yeah. before the buzzer. Uh, so it's just, just that obvious to you, huh? Yes, it is. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> were you expecting it to uh, to showcase, like, kind of, I don't know, not necessarily the first thing, but were you expecting it to be, like, a big player in this E3? Well, uh, I'm not really surprised because um, they said it was under development and they, and they really needed to show their best stuff this year, especially because people were kind of skeptical sure. because because of the Wii U's lineup, especially after Mario Kart and Smash were released. It was asking, well, what will happen now? What games will we get? Is there any main Mario game, 3D Mario game, or a Zelda game, or a Metroid game? And, well, I think it was a very smart move of Nintendo to show a trailer of Star Fox this year. It was very expected of me. But it was the least I could expect. Okay. Uh, let's go on to question two. Oh, we're not going to talk about... I guess you talked about Star Fox with other people already. Didn't well, yeah, and, and the questions are supposed to be somewhat short. Okay, oh, yeah. okay cool. <laughs> uh, number two. What is your overall favorite Nintendo moment of E3? The moment when Reggie was doing pull-ups, push-ups, and say <laughs> Nintendo 63, <laughs> Nintendo 64, that was so magical. That was, that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, actually, can I just jump in for one second? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I know it might sound weird, but the Muppets, to me, like in puppetry and stuff like that, are like just awesome. Like I, I used to teach uh, little ones using puppets, and those Star Fox Muppets are like some of the greatest things I've ever seen. I want them so badly. And <laughs> Me too. I, I, I saw them. I, I was. I, I love them so much. I, I want to have them. I want to play them so much. <laughs> There'd be a lot of Star Fox puppet shows going on around the world if they actually sold those things. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That's the next Amiibo for NX. Oh, puppets. <laughs> <laughs> with with <laughs> NFC chips in their mouths or their hands. <laughs> and then, uh, so you have to bite the controller to activate. Um, that's a wonderful, that's awesome. <laughs> no, it's not. Shut <laughs> up. Okay. So, John, number three. Question number three. What was the show missing for you? 
Well, uh, it was missing kind of a wow moment. Uh, I, it was missing shock for me. To be honest, the, the biggest surprise of uh, the conference, Nintendo press conference this year, is that it, there was no surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds like a smack talk, but it's absolutely correct. You know, I, so, what do you think yeah. they were thinking? I mean, do you think that they're... I guess the simple question is, are they saving their surprises for NX? Or do they just... Are they so short-sighted? Not not in a bad way, but are they so, fo- so focused on upcoming recent stuff that they don't want to show anything you know, even in friggin' March. Yeah, um, I think they, I think with Nintendo Direct, they become much more flat, uh, they become much, much, much more flexible with when they show their content. With Nintendo Direct, Nintendo can actually, uh, work on their games and not have that sense of urgency for E3, don't have stuff ready for those press conferences. They could just show whenever they want to. Whenever they get stuff ready, they just go like, "Hey, we have Nintendo Direct, and we're gonna show new stuff for you." Mm-hmm. So, I think they have things in the works, and they and they want to show us this content in the best way possible. Right. And I, I don't think that content was ready for E3, and that is because the, that's the reason they didn't they didn't show mm-hmm. as much stuff as we thought they would. And that's consistent with their narrative. I mean, that's pretty much what they've said for a long time, and that's just how they operate, I guess. So, fair I, enough. I, I actually feel that they might have thought that Federation Force and Triforce Heroes were surprise, like big surprises, like more than they ended up being. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Um, I think the Zelda one was a bit more surprising than the other one, at least in the good way. And the other one was more surprising in a bad way, perhaps. But <laughs> but let's go on to question four. How did you feel about Nintendo's dissemination of information this year? Well, not as good. I think they should have uh, held uh, this mesh content for Tuesday, actually. Mm-hmm. It's just, just um, because uh, people like Smash so much, they like, they like its content and whatever people knew about Ryu and Roy before they were actually launched because of the leaks, but still, um, those are good news and they could just, I don't know, you know, scatter it throughout the uh, presentation and kind of keep it a little bit more interesting. But then again, that would raise people's expectations for bigger news. So um, I think it was kind of wise to keep Smash at at its own little niche, Mm -hmm. at its own little presentation. Don't don't you feel that that raised people's ex, uh, expectations? Like they were like, we have an entire Smash presentation because we can't fit this into our presentation. And by the way, here's Mother One. <laughs> I was I was like, oh my god, their E3 is going to be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> there was that. Well, that that's how <laughs> I felt. But but then later, but then later, it, it just came to me like, well, they showed the, the Smash stuff first, but just because they they didn't have stuff to show later. Well, well, in my logic, in my logic, it goes like it goes like this: like they had to show this this mesh stuff before, before, just because, just so when they showed the actual presentation, um, they didn't raise people's expectation for more. Like it, it wouldn't be as frustrating as it was. Well, but that's just my opinion on it. On it, you know. Let me ask you this really quick. This is an unofficial four and a half, four point five question. But uh, mm-hmm. would it have been interesting if they announced? Lucas as downloadable during the show, 
And so it said that they had more, you know, characters uh, coming soon. And then they had a special announcement on Wednesday where suddenly um, Roy was available. And then suddenly Thursday, there's a final announcement where suddenly Ryu is available. And spread them out across that instead of packing it all into a Sunday. Or is that kind of insane? It would be way more more exciting. Yeah. I I feel it would have been way more exciting had the leaks not happened. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. They should have been safer with like they, with their uh, content when they update things. People nowadays are going to data mine the crap out of it. Yeah. So anyway. Truth. Okay. Yeah. So let's move on to the fifth question because then we can dive into more Smash discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final question: What non-Nintendo announcement resonated most with you? Well, that's a weird question because. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just because uh, when I think about this question, I think about uh, the one announcement from a non-Nintendo game that actually got me surprised. And that was not Final Fantasy VII, and that was Knocking the Hearts Free, and that was not The Last Guardian. It was actually the FIFA 2016 game. Okay. Hmm. So you're wondering why the feds hadn't seized that or anything? You know, that, that's just because <laughs> they, they brought Pele to E3, and that was very weird. It was just, well, that's very weird to, to, to a Brazilian person because everybody talks about soccer here all, all the freaking time, mm-hmm. and, and it's such a cultural thing here, and it's a uh, it's a part of a day to day life of everybody. And seeing a figure such as as, as Pele during the E3 event was was very weird. It, it kind of had me excited a little bit. I'm not I'm not a, a super football fan, uh, a soccer fan, sorry, but. There was there was there was a moment one moment in three that that kind of held my atten- held my attention for a, a long period of time. I was just kind of laughing about it and kind of joking on it. It was the most fun moment of E three for me. Like when I re- when I remember when I will, uh, when I'm older and I remember of E three twenty fifteen, I will remember the time when I was sitting with my friends and we saw Pele at E <laughs> three. Oh, right Very on. cool. That's a really cool, like, unexpected answer. Yeah, it's a unique one. Neat. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. So, that wraps up the questions, guys. So, uh, John, was... um, let's get to the main topics. We have, um, honestly, I don't even remember how much time we got. We got some time, though, whatever it is. I'll, I'll figure out how much we've used so far. But uh, let's start, let's start talking about Smash DLC once more. I know we kind of dabbled into it, but how, what are your feelings about it? Uh, with what they've shown, I guess. Have you had a lot of experience so far playing those characters in the past few days? Well, to start the answer, my uh, my hands hurt. Actually, my thumbs <laughs> hurt for how much time I've spent playing Lucas. Yes. Okay. Awesome. I I, I spent like five straight hours trying to learn Lucas Tech today because <laughs> he's a today. very yeah just today because he's a very deep character like. He can do amazing things you cannot even imagine. So um, to start off, I, I love the DLC. I love the fact that they are not only bringing characters to the fold, but actually new stages. Because in my honest opinion, stages are the weakest point of um, the newest Smash games. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've, been, I've been thinking to myself, the characters are very cool, but I, I've always been missing some uh, a cool stage lineup like Melee had. 
I'm, I'm not saying like we should have more stages for male ages, better new stages. Well, then uh, let's jump to that really quick. So, how do you feel about the two stages they announced for the N64 version that are going to be coming? Uh, the the Hyrule Castle and the Princess Peach's Castle, both yeah. are castles. Mm-hmm. What do you know? Um, I'm not really excited for the Princess Beach Castle as it's my least favorite stage from the Nintendo 64 version, oh. but it's there and oh. I'll probably buy it anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm certainly excited. It's it's one of my favorites. So I like it. I like the uh, the bouncy thing in the middle and all that stuff. I always enjoy that stage. Will the Wii U version have, have one of those as well? Oh, it should. I think so. I think they're. It should be like the. Ex- I think it's like the exact same stage, just like recreated. But um, my favorite stage is Returning, which is Hyrule Castle. I, oh, I yes. love this stage so much. That is Me that too. is an excellent stage. Wow. I, I have such wonderful memories of playing like Link Dittos and throwing bombs everywhere. Mm-hmm. I tried to recreate that in the in the stage maker when Me I too. first got it, and I failed horribly. So I'm glad it's coming in. Now uh, you don't canon. have to exactly. Yeah. It's gonna be so fun. I love. Yeah, I did. That I did that in the Wii U version. I did that in Brawl. It's just such a good stage. I, I, I miss it so much. It's. I'm so glad it's back. It's a funny story though, because me trying to create that stage in, uh, in Smash is how I invented Smash Ball. Yeah. So I totally invented <laughs> yeah, Smash Ball. Of course. And it's <laughs> complete bullshit. But uh, so okay, so those are the two new stages uh, that are not yet here. But we do have the Miiverse stage now, but. Paul, when you and I tried playing, it was blocked out for us. Yeah, um, and then when you left, I was able to play using it. That's weird. That's um, not nice. And then, like, yeah, we, a few you hours guys later, tried to play online, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, it doesn't no, no, no. work. We were, online. We were oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, we were just playing local. We were. Yeah. He was over at my place. We were playing really? uh, five uh, player most of the time. But then we went down to three player for a bit, and, and it worked in three. And it didn't. Oh, okay. But then when oh, you left right. yeah. a few hours later, it worked. And then actually, like later on at night, it didn't work again when I was playing Dave online. So, huh. oh, that's weird. It's a str- and and I mean truthfully, that stage is just battlefield. Yeah. But but it's neat. Like it's neat. But I I've heard that a lot of people are having problems with people drawing uh, inappropriate drawings and I stuff heard- like that. The Game Explain guys talked about how apparently Game of Thrones was spoiled for them recently on it. Exactly! Uh, I got a spoiler for Game oh, of Thrones. Oh, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Yeah. I haven't finished yeah. it yet. No, no, I actually this will I be didn't a... watch any of the season yet. This will be a spoiler-free spoiler free cast, but okay, still, okay. The, the idea of spoilers <laughs> entering. Um, yeah, yeah but I, I got spoilers for Game of Thrones. I got spoilers for Breaking Bad. I got spoilers, I think... For, I think about a spoiler, but I'm not really sure what, what, what was it about, and I'm not going to talk about it because it, it's a spoiler. It was about someone named Darth Vader. No, nope. <laughs> but uh, this is insane, though. If people are really t- people spending are their damn apples. time, yeah, yeah. like yeah. get a life, do something else, you pathetic little twit. Thank you, know? you bonks. Yeah. Wow, I'm gonna go on this Miiverse com- community and then just piss people off because I'm a degenerate. But that's the thing. Like, if those people were listening to this podcast right now, they'd be laughing themselves hearing us saying this. Like, that's just how it is. I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it sucks. Um, that's just how yeah, it is. And, so I'm afraid of playing it too because, I mean, it. I don't want to be spoiled on things. I know some people got spoiled by some of the plot in Mother Three. Like, people are just. So it's the spoiler, you know, thing now. Yeah, I mean, spoiler verse. Yeah, you know, I wonder if they're gonna start policing it at all or. I don't know. Because, you know, what that that is negatively affecting people's enjoyment of that content. And while Nintendo, of course, usually has the same little 
note that says, hey, we cannot be responsible for your experience, you know, it's online. But uh, if people avoid that stage and see your DLC, your great idea, which it was a cool idea, yeah. is completely worthless. I mean, uh, I would hope that they would have somebody on it. I mean, they must have somebody looking for, it's, you know, penises and stuff. So Yeah, it's really too bad yeah. because, truthfully, the first time I played it and it worked, um, you know, there were things that were like, the doctor is in. And it's just neat when, you're, you know, it's all about the characters that are fighting. And when 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 it's appropriate content that has to do with the characters, it's, even though it's just Battlefield, there's something really cool about it. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, you can hear the crowd cheer when you get a KO, and that's pretty cool. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's really neat. Yeah, I um, try it, but yeah, I don't want to. Like, I haven't watched Game of Thrones ever in my life, but I actually intend to at some crazy point. And <sighs> I've been really good about keeping pretty much every spoiler out of my way. So, you know, I, I would be annoyed too. For sure. Yeah. Um, there are actually some uh, some little differences in between Battlefield and the Miiverse stage. Um, the main platform and the platforms on top are a little longer than Battlefield's. Okay. The Blast Zones are equal. So and uh, the difference it makes, in fact, is just um, a possibility for Villager because he can drop the bowling ball off the platform on Battlefield, so you can oh, actually yeah, edge yeah, guard yeah. people with the bowling ball, and you can't do that on the Meaver stage. I was just reading about that today. Mm. That's one of my favorite edge guarding techniques. I love the Villager; he's such a neat character. He's such a lunatic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's probably the crazy person who thought of Amiibo Festival. <laughs> I have a great idea. <laughs> He's like holding his axe. <laughs> yeah. oh You're gonna gosh. do this. <laughs> um, somewhere, uh, Amiibo Awada, or not Amiibo, uh, Puppet Awada is locked in a closet, and he's just guarding him, saying, "You will make more of this crap." Uh, so there is, you know, there's that stage. There's the two N64 stages, but one that I know I played with you, Paul, and I want to hear John's thoughts is the Ryu stage. Suzaku's yeah. Castle. Yeah, that was really cool. I mean, I have no connection to that to the Street Fighter series, but the character and the <sighs> level they were I know. Um the the level and the character and the music, it was all freaking incredible. It's one of my favorite mm-hmm. characters in Smash, full stop. Yeah. Um a lot of my friends say uh the music is very nostalgic. I to be honest, I didn't play Series Street Fighter until uh a couple of years ago. But <sighs> I, I liked it but I really liked the comp- the the compositions of Yoko Shimomura. So I really mm-hmm. like her style and the songs in the stage. To be uh, to be honest, though, I really wanted them to have the Guile theme. It, it was yeah, such, a, it's such a missed opportunity. Yeah, it's such a, that's that is a great theme. So, just for the ignorant, why is that a missed opportunity? What's the connection? Well, there's an internet meme that is Guile's theme goes with everything. So basically, <laughs> the music with Guile is very enthusiastic and is very epic, and you can just mash it with different. Um, Context and it, it works. Like if you get a person winning on a game show, you put on Gal's theme. If you get someone um, getting smack talk, you put on Gal's theme. If you see somebody do a backflip on uh, thirty feet high on a swimming pool, you, you put on Gal's theme. It's like a triumph song. It's it's a <laughs> it. You it's a very a high cast. You put on Gal's theme. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. You could start a park. You could start this podcast with the Galphine. <laughs> so, Galphine. The eh? funny thing is that that's not coming from any of us. 
Yeah, I know it just just showed up. Just happening. <laughs> so anyway, well, well it you works. Know, do you think that they'll add that in later? I mean, I guess I don't know how they would handle DLC music and who, you know, would they want to get people in to record stuff? Because it's a big undertaking to create music for Smash. Well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have to bother to test and um, test the balancing of it. They would just have to. Yeah, it's just music. music. Just um, music. One, okay. one other thing. Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say. So then you're saying just take it straight from the game, as opposed to because oh, there's yeah. they've done a lot more than just you know game rip things as far as the music goes. But they yeah, also just... do game rip. They do game rip as well. Ah, uh, okay. Right. I mean, Maybe. they, 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 yeah, I'm pretty sure they have straight. No, they, they must, they must, I know. Yeah. Because I would, you know, just having Guile seen straight from the arcade or even the SNES version or anything, it's just, it is one of the best things ever in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. I'm missing out. My, my, my second, my, or the second thing that I feel is a missed opportunity, which isn't a big deal, is they could have made Ryu's alternate 10 or like very easily like evil Ryu. Right, instead of just, instead they just gave yeah, him just a bunch of colors, because Ken could play exactly the same. I know, like in Street Fighter now, he plays you know he has his own kind of style, but I feel it still would have been fine. Are the color swaps based off of other characters, like uh, I think Lucina or somebody's like that, or is it a situation where they just truly color swap? Shulk, Shulk is like that for sure. He's based oh, off that's of right. different characters in, in Xenoblade. That's who I'm thinking of. Chronicles, but uh, Lucina as well, okay. and Lucina and, Ro- really and Robin. Okay. Awesome. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, Ryu, some of his... Uh, and we used to call him Ryu back in the day because Japan and North America weren't as connected back when I was a kid. So we, we see an R and a Y next to each other. It makes the Rai sound. Mm-hmm. So call, I'm, I'm getting very used to calling Ryu, though, because I've been trying to do it over the past few years. But um, what was I saying? Anyway. Oh, yeah, no, a lot of his colors... Yeah, <laughs> a lot of his colors are uh, just colors that he had in... In the Street Fighter games. Okay. Uh, um, just let me just comment on that uh, on Street Fighter. Just, 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 just for a little moment here. Uh, here in Brazil, well, we had the arcade machines for Street Fighter Two and Super Street Fighter Two, but uh, the kids here didn't know how to speak English, and we sure as heck couldn't <laughs> understand what the characters were saying. And we would just create our our own words for what the characters were saying during their during their moves and. My favorite one, favorite one is Sagat's. They, he has like this uppercut and he actually says Tiger uppercut. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like he's saying Tiger Robocop. Is that the guy, uh, <laughs> is that the guy who has the guides to all those cities and dining and everything? Sagat's? Sagat is the one who you has are the hilarious. Edge. I know. <laughs> now I got the joke. But okay, no, back to yours. So, uh, <laughs> so you couldn't understand what he was saying. He was just screaming yeah, tig- out. Yeah, Tiger, Tiger uppercut. T- <laughs> Yeah, but it it totally sounds like he said Tiger Robocop. (laughs) (laughs) Now what? Now that probably could have spawned like a whole thing in like a Brazilian gaming magazine where, uh, you know, Robocop was an unlockable character or something. Oh yeah, back in the day, especially. Like I don't know what the Brazilian EGM would be. (laughs) Well, there is an image on the internet that is it is a tiger with Robocop's helmet. (laughs) <laughs> and the input for the Shoryuken. It's very neat. That's yeah, cool. but that's it. But speaking of the actual stage, Suzaku's Castle, it doesn't have much to it. Like, there's that big platform you can walk off and kind of get grabs and kill people early. And there are those two platforms that are kind of awkward to recover to. 
and that's it. To be honest, the stage is saved by the background and the music and the hype for you, but the design itself, the, how it works, I'm not really a big fan of it. I just play it on the Omega version because it looks closer to Street Fighter 2. Mm. So let's move on to, uh, I mean, I guess this isn't really E3 stuff, but I guess, is there anything that you were feeling was missing as far as further furthering the Smash DLC discussion? Uh, I mean, we kind of technically knew about these, if you were paying attention to spoilers, um, going into this. And I was kind of surprised that there wasn't another character that I wasn't hinted on. Uh, were you expecting there to be more characters announced, or uh, if if not, I mean, is there a character you hope is announced soon? Um, well, to keep it realistic, uh, I'd say Wolf, because yeah. uh, Star Fox Zero is coming, and I thought they would announce a new Star Fox character just to um, go with the hype, you know? Do you think that they'll wait until the fall and then just kind of drop him suddenly? Yeah, I think so. I think that's, that's what's going to yeah. happen. I have a feeling they'll probably do something similar to this, where Wolf will come back, maybe one other, and then someone brand new. What if you yeah. unlock Wolf by playing Star Fox Zero on the same system and you have to beat Wolf and then he runs away and goes to fight for a living and I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Cool. I do want Wolf to return because actually when um, the roster for Smash 4 came out, I, I the two that really, really hit me were Lucas missing and Wolf missing. And we already have Lucas back. Come on, Wolf. Yeah. I love Wolf. Wolf's, and Lucas, of course. <laughs> so in the in the little bit of time we have left, uh, if you don't mind, let's change gears to Ooh. something else that you showed some interest in, John. Uh, you mentioned, well, I mean, you, you, in my tracking sheet here, you you tagged the Super Mario Brothers 30th anniversary, uh, let's Super Mario dot com celebration. There was, I mean, let's talk about it in, in twofold really quick. Uh, for one, I believe you said that you wanted to partake in it, so let's hear about that. But also. Uh, how do you feel about them ending the show with this? I think it was a very cute way to uh, wrap it up. It, it was like uh, it was heartwarming to see them uh, celebrate Mario in in a way that that people can actually participate in mm -hmm. and show a lot of people's love for the franchise in their own in their own way and how they want you to celebrate it. It's kind of like, well, you can you can be a part of this too, <laughs> right? But I mean, was it really clear? And maybe I missed it, but was it clear why they're doing it besides just it's the 30th anniversary? Like, what are they going to do with all this stuff? I'm not sure. I think it's just it's just a, a cool celebration for the 30th 30th anniversary. Yeah, fair enough, you know. And so you're going to partake. Yeah, I'm going to participate. Um, I've been practicing a lot on the piano lately, and I've, I'm almost done uh, playing the Super Mario Brothers theme, the overworld theme, the ground theme, perfectly on the piano. Fantastic. And it's uh, and it's very hard because uh, I don't, I can't read sheet music. I do it all by ear. Mm -hmm. But uh, I've been, I've been doing, trying my best to get uh, all three, um, all three channels of music, all, all three songs. I don't know what's the name of it. And try to play with both hands and and do everything perfectly. Wow. Well, good for you, and, man. 
and it's been working out and just want to do my video i want to be a part of this and people have been doing a lot of different things they haven't just been contributed with music which is like the most popular and overdone thing in the internet like playing the super mario Bros. scene people have been baking cakes for it they have been doing art for it i've i've seen us i'm seeing a super mario cookie here in the page yeah and i think that's awesome (laughs) rosanna pancino probably uh, there's pixel art on Windows. Uh, no, there's actually p- uh, pixel art of the face of Mario, 8B Mario, done on uh, a huge building through the square windows. And I think that's pretty cool. That's cool. That is sweet. So the website just shows a bunch of stuff. I haven't been there yet. It shows a bunch of contributions from the fans. And uh, what surprised me is, is how different those things are. Yeah. So when you uh, perfect your piano playing, are you going to come show us uh, on the on the site? I mean, maybe we need to get a thread going of uh, people's entries. Yeah, I, I think it would be very cool if Negative World would uh, participate in this. It's a very nice opportunity for, you know, to move things around, to get people doing something together. It, it, yeah, it can sure. be a very nice experience. I'm pretty sure T-Bun would be down for this. Um, he's probably been celebrating every year. He's like, hey, it's the 27th anniversary. It's the 20th <laughs> he, anniversary. He, he does seem pretty busy, though. He's a pretty busy guy. So, Paul, are you going to do anything uh, in particular for the big show? Yeah, I didn't really think about it. I, I mean, when I first saw the presentation, like, I, Nintendo's E3 Direct, I was... Kind of, it was kind of a letdown to me, and I feel like they might have spent a lot, like too much time. I, I, I like, I like how Miyamoto talked about, you know, this is the mushroom. You don't want to jump over the mushroom, so we put the blocks here. But I've heard him talk about that before, like the yeah. essence of stage design. Like we've already seen interviews about that. I feel like there was a lot of wasted time in there, and so when they came to the Let's Super Mario, I felt it would have been a lot cooler if they didn't waste so much time during do you know what i mean like it was neat to see all these youtubes you know the luigi running into the swimming pool it was funny stuff but i don't know i now that i'm on the web page looking at some of these things it it is tempting me to do something because it's just looks so it just looks so colorful and happy well it's a lot of people celebrating something at the same time so yeah there's a, a lot of energy to that for sure. And you know what? For me, it, it's a retrospect thing now. Like, I was a little disappointed, and I was like, okay, they're ending it. I, I, I of course, want them to end on some sort of Super Megaton, and they didn't. And that's unfortunate for this thing. But now that I'm actually on the website, I'm going, oh, this is really neat. Like, all these pictures of things, and whoa, it's just colorful and fun and exciting. I, I like, there's a chain chomp. I don't know what it is. Like, it's a pudding or something. A pudding? <laughs> I can't. Or it's like a. I can't tell. It's like a cup from above, with slices. I don't know. You should take a look at it. It's pretty neat. So, how much is on <laughs> there right now? I mean, tell tell us before we get there. Uh, what, what you know? What's on the page? Is it just samples right now, or do they already have a gallery going? Or well, yeah, John, John, tell us because you're the one who's hardcore into this. Um. I, well, there's a guy playing the guitar. There's this a, a Jello Mario. Well, That's Mario. What- Oh, sorry, it seems ahead. to be made of jello. There's a Mario cake. Um, there's the building. Uh, a few drawings here and there. People dressing costumes. Yeah, and it's really neat. Like, 
like it's set up in this kind of like wonky way where everything's tiled and nothing's the exact same size. And then you click it and then it opens up the video. It's it's pretty sweet, actually. Well, you know, again, I, I encourage everyone listening out there to go contribute to this. Uh, I'm going to try to do it myself. I have no way or no idea how I'll do it, but I think we should. I mean, we're huge Nintendo fans, of course. Uh, I probably won't get into, you know, Mario cosplay per se, but uh, we'll do something. We should. We should. We should represent Negative World in this. You know. Well, we already did the uh, do the Mario all together. Holy moly! Maybe that should be our submission somehow. I don't know what just, video we would have, but just me dancing around. Okay. All right. I would definitely well, dance around. Uh, we'll do that next yeah. time I'm over. Next time I'm in Windsor, man. <laughs> we'll just all dance around, dressed up like uh, Koopa Troopas. No, you'll do it, but we'll record. You know, and we'll get you in your game room or whatever doing all sorts of crazy stuff (laughs) anyway yeah it's neat we should do something we should so you know there's going to be a thread on uh negative world it's probably already there by now so um by the time people listen to this and uh again contribute show us your youtube videos that you've made and also submit them to the let's mario let's super mario website so john uh, any last words here before we uh take a quick break and move on to the next guest the DLC is great. Roy is not a clone. Go buy it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've enjoyed, actually. I, I didn't... He was the one I was least excited for, and I've actually started learning and I'm enjoying it. Roy is, like, a super buff version of Mark. He, he is such a good character. But, the, yeah, yeah, that's my opinion. And, <laughs> and they still say that. They do say that. <laughs> they do say that. They should, they should say that for Roy Koopa, too. For Roy Koopa, Anyway. Uh, and also, um, thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah, no, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate your uh, contribution to the podcast uh, here in the E3 specials and in general. Uh, you yeah, it was nice to talk to you. You've definitely not been shy, so I appreciate that. And Joe would too. I'm not sure where Joe is right now. Uh, hopefully he's having a good time. I think he's having a crazy day, so maybe he's busy dressing up as Mario and recording for uh, Mario.com. He better be. <laughs> All right, I'm creeped out. With that, uh, again, John, thank you, and uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with Dirty Mirror. Woohoo! Yeah. Just like in Super Mario Maker, we've grabbed a Mega Mushroom because suddenly the podcast has just exploded. Because not only is Paul here guest hosting, we have my normal co-host here. Uh, Joe is back. Welcome, Joe. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thanks Great for, to be here. Thanks you guys do a great by. job. <laughs> He's been secretly listening this whole time, judging us and awarding us points on our skill. No, uh, So we've got um, a whole slew of of people, and then we've got a. Uh, this is your first podcast with us, is it not? It sure Dude? is. Yeah, we've got bearded nerd, who's a relative newbie on the site, let alone on the podcast. But he's a longtime friend of uh, of Plutes. He's a he's a relatively new but awesome friend of mine, and hopefully one day he gets to meet Joe in person as well. Welcome, Dave. That's Welcome. everyone's dream. 
Thank oh, sorry. <laughs> I sh- <laughs> From what I understand, Joe is a wonderful person. Uh, so, uh, yes, that hey, would be great. <laughs> so, um, with all the ass kissing out of the way, mostly by myself. Sure. Um, let's go into the five questions. These are the last five questions we're going to ask for E3, guys. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Who said woohoo? <clears throat> Nobody. Uh, <laughs> uh, but what we're going to do, even though Paul's been kind of guest hosting with me tonight, we're going to ask him the five questions as well, just so that he can truly get the voice his opinion. I mean, he's kind of jumped in on other people's to discuss with them, but he hasn't said his own opinion, so I want to get those captured. And uh, he's also going to, weirdly enough, he's going to ask the questions, because that's just how we want to roll. So, <laughs> Dave. Yes, sir. The first question, please, Paul. Question one. Based on E3, what's your most anticipated game? Well, thank you for that. Uh, my most anticipated game would have to be Star Fox uh, Zero. And even though it's uh, it's not officially an E3 title, my second would probably be uh, the Chibi Robo Ziplash. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, yeah, I know it doesn't technically fall under it as an E3 title because uh, it wasn't officially announced then, but I don't know, that game uh, looks pretty cool to me. I'm pretty excited for that one. Fair enough. And what about the Amiibo? Yeah, that's a, that's going to be a really <laughs> cool feature uh, of the game, uh, especially considering it looks like it's going to be bundled together, which mm-hmm. is which is a simplification that I'm really in favor of. Yeah, I can't wait for Paul to let me have his. Or, or was it Joe who's going to do that? Joe said it's a possibility, Joe said that. that's right. depending on <laughs> if Joe's life. I need, I, I'm just fishing out there, so Paul can do it too. You both can do it. <laughs> yeah, That's right, it was Amy who I had to fight. Have. I've got to fight Amy for it. That's right. Okay. Thanks. And so, Paul, what's your opinion? My opinion, or or or, is, or this is the question for me now, right? Well, yeah. I, I mean, I can repeat the question. My most anticipated game. Yes. I'm gonna go with Star Fox as well. I I feel like it's really time to have a new Star Fox. I'm a big fan of the Star Fox series. I actually enjoyed pretty much all of them, even the ones that people don't like. Um, my my one big problem with it is that apparently the multiplayer isn't going to be online again. Hmm. And Star Fox Command had online multiplayer, and it was really fun. And it'd be nice to have a Star Fox that controls more traditionally online. But that's okay. Aside from that, I think it looks great. I really do. It has the transforming R-Wing. It really reminds me of Star Fox 64. They're clearly going for that feel. And uh, you even have your mission complete versus mission accomplished stuff. Where, you know, if you beat the mission one way, it's complete, but you can beat it the proper way, it's accomplished. Okay. It's, yeah, it's, I, I'm very excited for it. I, 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 I sorry, I, I watched a bit of the, uh, treehouse. I watched just like the first level. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I don't want to see anything else. Cause I'm totally in for this. All right. Yeah. I, I just like it cause it's got the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> the, the chicken? The chicken that lays a robot egg. Okay, so. Let's go to question number two. Question two. What was your overall favorite Nintendo moment of E3? Three, 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 three. That was a, that's a really easy question to answer because my favorite moment was the uh, the actual announcement of Star Fox. Not because they were announcing a Star Fox game. That's pretty cool. But because of how they announced it, where the puppets turned into the <laughs> Star Fox puppets. That was awesome. So... Pretty much everybody, except for one or two people, I think, said puppets. Yeah. Yep. Which, is that a slander on Nintendo's showcase, or is that just the puppets were so effing cool? I think it's I the, th- the latter. I think it's the puppets were just so effing cool yeah. that 
I mean, I, I'll admit I'm a bit of a sucker for anything in Muppet form, so that in and of itself worked on me. Yeah. You know, uh, just to interject, it, it was really, really cool. I think I've probably said that a few times over the past few days, but I mean, they, the, the way that they moved was awesome, was great, as well as the style and the design of the Muppets. And they then, were they were clearly professional puppeteers. Right, right, absolutely. I think they were doing the and they were even doing the official Muppet dance where their arms go back and forth. Like that's like Muppet one hundred and one. And I, I, I believe I read somewhere online that uh, the Jim Henson uh, Corporation or, or uh, Jim Henson Workshop had uh, a hand in helping create those Muppets. That's, yeah, they they correct. did, and yeah. that's why I'm calling them Muppets. <laughs> yeah, that that would be official then. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah, actually, on Wednesday when we recorded, we did call them puppets, and I guess I didn't even pick that up on that, but uh, we did kind of start changing over to Muppets after that, so I think <laughs> maybe the news hit late Wednesday or something. And um, But yeah, so it was wonderful. I mean, even the jokes were well done, too. You know, oh, the, yeah. The, the Nintendo 64 push-up thing, like uh, John mentioned in the last segment, um, I think, and the funny thing about that, too, I didn't get to say before. But I think they start with Nintendo 62, and he says it slowly, so you know yeah, yeah. it's going to happen. Nintendo 62. And you're kind of just like waiting, like, okay, this is kind of a long way to the joke, but you know it's going to happen, and you want it to happen, because it's, it's so satisfying. Yeah. 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 It was <laughs> very satisfying. <laughs> it was pretty great. In fact, I think I'm going to do some crunches or push-ups tonight, and I might just count like that. Why not? Uh, it'll motivate me to get to 64. So I, I was a big fan of, of uh, Muppety Wata looking at the banana as well. <laughs> so bizarre. I could watch a whole like half hour show with those guys just doing stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so, so could I actually. Um, so my answer for number two is exactly that. So there you go. Okay, that was yeah, that was really nice and easy. Oh, well, it's true. Come on. Well, yeah, System. it was brilliant. <laughs> well, let's see if you guys agree on question number three. Hmm. Number three. What was the show missing for you? Uh, I can't speak to too much outside of the Nintendo stuff, uh, because I didn't really watch any of it, but overall it seemed like there was nothing that was new, uh, and I mean that by, it seemed like a lot of, you know, sequels or, or remakes or, or, uh, reinventions of old franchises, i.e., uh, the Doom announcement, um, nothing really all that innovative, even some of the Nintendo stuff, as much as I'm excited for a lot of it, there's a lot of rehash and retread in there. And Paul, <clears throat> uh, for me, we're we're talking about the Nintendo show specifically right now. So uh, I'm assuming, and I, I felt for me, it was just that big surprise announcement, which I don't think we necessarily have to expect it. But E3 comes around, you get hyped. There has to be a big, huge surprise announcement, and then there wasn't. So if we broaden our scope from Nintendo to anything E3-related, it sounds like your answer might be a little different. If or we, sorry, say that, say that again. You, My said, brain. Well, you said that we were talking about the show, so I, I always thought you were implying that maybe something else was missing on a third party. Oh, no, actually. Nintendo thing. I, I actually felt that third parties like uh, actually did a pretty darn good job. Uh, I think E3 overall was a, quite a pleasant E3. Uh, there was a lot of really neat stuff going on. And even with Nintendo, there was. It's, it was my fault for. I always hype up Nintendo more than I do anyone else, and that's just that's just the 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 pain of being Nintendo, right? We expect so much from them, and then when they let us down even slightly, it's just like, ugh. Yeah, they get a lot of hate. 
Yeah. So they get a lot of undeserved hate, but I just have such high expectations. And truthfully, if they did stick their uh, Smash information and Mother 1 in the actual yeah, Direct, it, it would have I would have been like, that was the best Direct ever. So, I mean, what more do we want, really? So, I guess that leads us into question four, then. And I'll, I'll let you ask it. Question four. How did you, bearded nerd, feel about Nintendo's dissemination of information this year? Uh, first, I'd like to congratulate you on the clear pronunciation of the word dissemination. Uh, <laughs> Done it a couple times now. Yeah, I, I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, my answer would be, I'm I'm actually okay with it. The, the whole slow burn style of announcing things, where it's kind of a little bit each day, uh, I think that works well for them. I don't know if I would say it works well by comparison. Th- this whole concept of winning E3 that you see a lot on the internet where who won E3, I-, I don't I don't view it that way personally. So I'm okay with how they go about disseminating the information, giving you a taste of the game and then you know talking about it from the developer's standpoint and, and all that. To... You know, shouldn't the fans win E3? I mean... Why do they even have to compete against each other in this day and age? Because Nintendo has been clearly on its own path for ages now. And I'm not even so sure that Sony and Microsoft really compete that much. It seems like there's a big, clear sect of people who either are just Sony guys, you know, Microsoft guys, yeah. or, or just like to play everything. And I had uh, I had heard recently from someone I was talking to that E3 really isn't even for the gaming community in some ways. In some ways, it's very much for the... Uh, it's as a a trade show, you know, to let the uh, stores know what's forthcoming, to let the the marketing teams know what's forthcoming, so that they have a a, a, a grasp on, a, yeah, a grasp on what's coming. I don't know if that's true or not, but if you think about it in those terms, that's an interesting way. I, I think it was that for the longest time, but now they've kind of made it more of a rock star kind of. This is the big time of year. Yeah, like back in the day, you know, you had a lot more graphs. A lot more, you know, sales figures, and I don't think any of the companies really spend a lot of time on that this year. They're really just trying to wow people, mm-hmm. which I like. That's no, that's and that's a very true point. But yeah, I mean, E3 clearly, like at first, was definitely, and for the longest time, that's what it was. You couldn't even get in there unless you were, you know, connected to the business somehow. Mm-hmm. And so, what is your answer to number four, then, Paul? Uh, I. Uh, it kind of connects to number three, where I felt that maybe I would have felt that the that their uh, E3 Direct would have been stronger if they kind of mushed it all into there. So, eh. I can take it or leave it. And if they if they just had one nice little surprise at the end of uh, their E3, it would have been fine. I, I did. I was more excited, truthfully, for the Smash Brothers Direct, mm-hmm. specifically before the leak. Um than I was for E3, because Smash Brothers is, well, you know, I love Smash Brothers. And I would actually have to agree with Paul on that point, that the notion of of the Smash Brothers specific direct, I think it's because it's already framed to a, to a point. You know what you're going to be getting in the mm-hmm. terms of that there's no, are we going to hear something about Zelda, or are we going to hear something about Mario, or are we going to hear something, you know you're going to get nothing but Smash Brothers based information. So with that parentheses around it, you really you can get really psyched because you a lot of things are wide open to you. Then is it going to be more stages, characters, uh, amiibo interaction? Even you never know. Yeah, and and the neat thing about that day is we had the Smash information, and I, I know I, I've been kind of just heart, like 
mentioning it over and over again, but then at the end of the day, they're like, oh, and here's Mother 1, Earthbound Beginnings. Just download it and play it. Mm-hmm. Like, they had that surprise. That was the big surprise, and it happened during the Smash Day. So Yeah, I mean, that's true. Like, if they stuck that... Anyway, I've said it enough times, but I... <laughs> Um, anyway, you know, I just had a thought now. Oh yeah, okay. Let me ask you this really quick, and then we'll get to question five. Would this question have been a five. good, a good way to end the show? So they they do what they do. They have the Super Mario Brothers 30th anniversary at LetSuperMario.com, uh, all that stuff, and then they say, and right now, go download a demo of Super Mario Maker, which and only include the assets from World One One of Mario. Like maybe maybe include another palette swap, but like that way you don't have enough tools to really be super creative, but you can still make your own <laughs> level to run through. And then that way people could tinker with it. It builds the hype for the game even further, and then it, it's something for people to go do afterwards, because after the show ended, it just was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay, it's over. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I went, okay, now I can go continue building my deck. But, um... <laughs> And so could Dave. Dave was actually over helping. He was very helpful. I'd say, well, yeah, that was that was. A, <laughs> in that respect, that's I think partially what made this E3 nice for me uh, was that I was watching it with someone. Yeah. So you can. So we had that instant reaction. It was like, oh, that's really cool, and you know, we could talk about it a little bit right away. In that respect, Stephen, as you recall, we did the same thing with the Smash Brothers Direct when. Mm-hmm. Yourself, Paul, myself, and uh, Game Dad Grant were all together. We could do the same thing. We could react and discuss as we're watching it. So. Right. Yeah, it and then fun. record a ten-minute part that's actually found in episode eighty. Oh, yes. you. so Which there you go. People uh, haven't heard it literally as of right now, but they will have by the time they're hearing this. So, mm-hmm. cool. Be a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah. So let's move on to question number five. Question five. What? non-Nintendo announcement resonated most with you, Bearded Nerd? Uh, nothing, really. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and I and I say that to, to harken back to one of the statements I made earlier about a lot of it just seems very flat and gray to me. I, I know I, for anyone who knows me well enough in, in reference to my gaming habits, I'm almost non-stop Nintendo, and so I, I'm definitely more of a Nintendo fan fanboy in that, and I'm okay with that. But a lot of the new uh, AAA-style gaming, it just really doesn't appeal to me. So giving me more of that just keeps me away from uh, Sony and, and Microsoft's offerings. Yeah. So am I the only one that, like, enjoyed the Rare Revival announcement, though? Why are you saying that? Because I'm going to talk about that. No, the, it, it's, it's, <laughs> not that, it's not that I'm not excited at that prospect, because, I mean, Rare put out so many great games over such a long period of time, 30 years. Uh, it's just that I that in and of itself wouldn't get me to go buy an Xbox One to then explore what other offerings they would have. So, as much as I agree with you that that's a great offering, just like the prospect of another South Park game is really intriguing to me, but how intrigued could I possibly be, considering I haven't even played Stick of Truth? You should, so, it's so good. I'm not arguing that, it's just... And, the name, I, the, new, and the name of the new South Park is just hilarious. I heard it, what's it, what is it again? The Fractured Butthole. Yes, that's right. The Fractured Butthole. <laughs> yes. 
into in, in classic South Park wit. Oh, I don't care. This is funny. No, it's brilliant. It really is. <laughs> All right, so Paul, you answered the question, even though I accidentally apparently answered it for you. Oh no, it's okay. Um, I, I just want to say though, Dave, uh, Microsoft did have a, quite some really interesting stuff. You should check out their Hololens tech. It's really neat. Yeah, um, I, I've been. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, that's fine. Yeah, you should you should check it out. It's neat. Um, but um. This was what non-Nintendo. There's actually a couple, like there's two, and I'm going to say them, and I don't care what you say. Um, the first one was the Rare Revival, or um, Rare Replay, which uh, I don't have an Xbox One. I get most of my uh, non-Nintendo gaming on my PC. This isn't coming to my PC, and it makes me very sad because, I mean, the box itself is great. It's the the Rare symbol with, like, all of their, like, a ton of their characters just, like, popping out of it. <sighs> It has yeah. Blastcore, it has Battletoads, it has everything. I'm pretty it sure I mentioned this on the show already, but yeah, three of the five games I borrowed from you on Sunday yeah. are on this disc. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. And the three of the games you borrowed from me, the only three are probably the rare ones, right? Like, I mean, yeah. Everything Rare is done is on this, I'm pretty sure. And uh, yeah, pretty that's much. awesome. And, and they're going to run nicely. I mean, you're going to have Banjo with a decent frame rate and all that stuff. Um, I want it. I'm not going to ever be able to get it because I still don't like unless this HoloLens becomes like this amazing, amazing thing. Like the Xbox One is still not on my radar. I'm just hoping for a price drop for the holiday, mm-hmm. and uh, or maybe even looking into you know use or refurbished or something. But I I'd rather just get a new one if they were to drop it a little bit. Yeah. Where, uh, where and... is the? Sorry, go where? Where is the Xbox One priced at right now? I couldn't tell you exactly. Uh, One million dollars. I will. That wouldn't up. surprise me. <laughs> no, it's. I'm not sure. What What is it like? Three ninety nine or? It's It's a three digit number. I'm sure. Probably with a <laughs> two digit cent. Uh, okay, it looks like it's three fifty for a three fifty. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Unity five hundred gig bundle. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, that seems about. Yeah, you can get it doing. with. Connect and Assassin's Creed for four eighty nine. Whoa, that Connect is very expensive. Yeah, that doesn't seem <laughs> right. I don't know. That seems very wrong. Awesome. Can I answer the rest of my question now, or no? I'm no. Just gonna keep of going off. You can. Yes, go. go. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the second one. I mean, we're talking about same old, same old, and all this stuff. But uh, one of the games that really like, and I didn't know anything about it beforehand, is another Xbox exclusive, quote unquote. But it's also coming on PC is a run-and-gun shooter called Cuphead. Does anyone yes. look at this? Yeah. This I, game? Dave, take a look at this. I'm like, glad seriously. you mentioned it. Because it's called really Cuphead. Amazing. I should have it's, mentioned this at some point this week, and I haven't. But It blew me away. Um, I mean, technically, it's just because of the, the presentation style, and I don't care. Like, It looks amazing. Uh, it's it, Dave, just for you and people who don't know, sure. um, it's a run-and-gun shooter. Okay, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of sure. like a Metal Slug kind of game, right? Oh, cool. Contra, Contra Metal Slug, whatever. But it's done in the style of a 1930s cartoon. Oh, now you're getting like me. Steamboat Willie style. Yeah, it looks so good. It's but probably so what Epic Mickey wanted to look like. Yeah, 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 pretty <laughs> or much. Or didn't like, at Dave, like, when you have a chance, take look up Cuphead. It's, it's coming to Steam, so I'm happy about that. Ooh, but... is it going to come to Mac? I assume. It? I assume it. Like, I, mean, I don't generally check that, but I'm, I'm assuming it will because be Mac wonderful. gets a lot of support. Yeah, that's the thing because I found out. Oh, you know, it's an Xbox exclusive. No, it's one of these things that they say is console Xbox exclusive, but it's also going to be uh, 
on uh, my PC as soon as it releases yeah. because it just looks so just I'm just impressed with it. But in that respect, that's the type of thing that would definitely grab my attention enough to to warrant me checking out. Yeah, that was, and it's, that, it's, that was the same reason I checked out Beautiful Joe when it first came out is because the art style was so unique and yeah. it was a style of game I already liked a side scrolling beat 'em up that I mean that that was money in the bank and, for and me Dave, at least so and and Dave oh and yeah and that's why I checked out Beautiful Joe as well but but that was back during the heartbreaking times when all those games were uh, Nintendo exclusive and then they weren't um but uh, uh not I quite what I was getting at but yes <laughs> <laughs> I digress um I was gonna say oh Cuphead is actually developed by two brothers who quit their job and they're Canadians so you know give some support, oh, support to Canada. Yeah. yeah, give some support to Canada Land. Anyway, sure. that's I'm very excited about that. So it's a brand new, like, it's not a brand new game idea, but just the presentation style alone is totally worth looking at, checking out. Yeah, it's it's finally some a new art style. Oh, for sure, it looks and it looks great. So let's let's move away from this uh, question answered. You know, we're done. Yep. We're done with E3 questions for this year, and we'll, we'll wait till next time. But uh, <laughs> in the time we have left, which is about thirty minutes or so, we have kind of four main things we wanted to touch upon. So let's get started with that, and let's start with Bearded Nerd's first kind of uh, focus pick. Um, it's pretty much the one we haven't really touched upon the entire week, and so I'm kind of excited to hear your thoughts. Mario Tennis Ultra Smash was announced, and admittedly at first glance it really looked like uh, like an up version of any Mario Tennis game ever, but I'm hearing more and more that there's actually more nuances to it, and uh, it actually could be a fun title. So, what were your impressions? Uh, how did you feel about it when you saw it? I mean, kick us off, man. Sure. Uh, when I first saw it, I, was, uh, I wasn't blown away by it by any means. Much like you had already mentioned, it seemed like a, a high-res version of what we've already seen. That being said, all the Mario Tennis games have always played so solidly and so smoothly that I acknowledged that, you know, I could see this again. It, it's, it's nice to see this this coming back, and I hadn't realized until I started doing a little digging that there hasn't been a, a home console version of, uh, of Mario Tennis since uh, the GameCube, actually. So that kind of blew me away. I hadn't... Did, uh, did they make a Wii, like, new play no. control version? No. Oh, yes. If there was one, it was a new play control version. But it was still it was still the old GameCube game. Yeah, it was still the old yeah, GameCube yeah. game. No new features, no new... No, yeah, just, they just they just added the, the nunchuck and... Uh, and uh, Wiimote functionality to the game. But otherwise, it was exactly the same game. So it's kind of neat for that reason, if nothing else, because we've had the handheld version for the 3DS, and I played the hell out of that game. I, I think I unlocked everything uh, and played a lot of online because I found it was a very easy to pick up, go online, play a little, you know, for 15, 20 minutes, and, you know, uh, head off to bed type of thing. So I'm. it's kind of nice that, that it's coming back. I mean, for the Wii, we had uh, Wii Sports Tennis, which seemed to somewhat take the place of Mario Tennis uh, in that genre and in that line. But to actually put it back and go away from the the swinging motion to, to play the game, it, it, it's kind of nice to see these characters back and, and used in that format. I hope that we would get unique characters, because, no, I mean, no disrespect to the Mario Sports series, but I feel like they always kind of go for the drab expected characters. Uh, they have a few cool ones, but, f you know, I'm kind of... I, well, I guess Daisy kind of made her mark in, like, Mario Kart and 
the sports games, but I would like to see some more unique Bowser, you know, henchmen and things like that. It'd be uh, it'd be neat to see them acknowledge the Mario Land series a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, Daisy came from that series. Why not yeah. put in an exploding uh, Koopa Troopa or, you know, one of those weird... Yeah, popping, popping flies. Or yeah, I'd love to see, I'd love to see that alien jerk come back. Him and Wart, <laughs> he and Wart should team up. That would be a great premise for something. Seriously. Oh, yeah. 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 The less, really u- the less utilized Mario villains coming back. That, that's like a Captain Rainbow thing. Like Captain Rainbow Two. That yeah. would be. <laughs> That would be sweet. Like if it was like actually a Mario game and we have yeah. these characters. But anyway, yeah, I agree. I, I have a feeling that um, since the Koopa Kids are like in everything now, they'll probably have them in this. Yeah, um, I'm I'm okay with that because I'm totally in love with the Koopalings and I always have been since I was ten. I heard they they don't have those in Mario Maker. Is that true? Did anyone else hear that? Do they have Boom Boom? Mm, maybe I think it was Dude, just the Koopalings that the kids well, that are too, not in it. That's too bad. It'd be neat to see like a Mario One version of of them. Oh, highly pixelated version of the, of them. That'd be pretty funny. That's too bad. I think that would be really neat. I didn't even think about bosses actually. I just assumed it was just levels. Like you could just play through levels. I mean, it looks amazing. Even if that's all you can do, I'm pretty excited about it. Anyway, we're <laughs> off topic <laughs> now. So yeah, Mario Tennis. Uh, I guess the only other thing I could really point out in that respect that I'm that leads me with confidence is that it's going to be Camelot Games doing the the work on the, or has been doing the work on the game again. I mean they've pretty much perfected this formula and they've made every iteration work and every iteration has had its its cool features added to it. So I don't think this will be any different. I'm a little after watching a bit of the Treehouse live on on the game. I'm a little I'm questioning the Mega Mushroom. Because yeah, that's the big kind of gimmick this time, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and when multiple characters get the Mega Mushroom, one person on the Treehouse commented, "It's like playing tennis in a shoebox." Right. And that's what they said. They said that themselves. <laughs> right. And and you couldn't even see the ball, which is somewhat primary for a tennis game, it would seem. <laughs> so um, yeah, I don't I don't get exactly what they're going for there. I think they just felt like they needed a gimmick. And, and I get so... that. Because they've they've somewhat done this game now for a while. Like with the first Mario Tennis was ninety five with the, on the Virtual Boy, and we've had steadily had one. Uh, David, that was called Mario's Tennis. Completely different <laughs> series. Outstanding. <laughs> well, if we're gonna get that argumentative, yes, I suppose <laughs> I, I can't argue that. That was actually a pretty fun game, actually. Well, yeah. But anyway. But uh, I don't know if that's a mode you you can choose not to play. Then I can definitely see the value in it. If, however, you're kind of stuck with having to deal with that mega mushroom, that would be a bit, uh, a bit obnoxious. Yeah, well, I, I seem to recall the the GameCube game had those uh, super those powers. Everyone had their own power, right? Yeah. And and it became kind of obnoxious because like you're playing and then you're powered up and you have to watch this little like cutscene or the power awesome. happening. And it happened and way too much. And um, that's what this were, is looking like, yeah. But you were able to turn that off, right? I'm pretty sure. Well, I think on the treehouse they said something to the effect of, and this is mega mode we're playing in. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I may have misheard that. Maybe it was just that was my hope listening. I, I don't know, but... Uh... <laughs> I'm pretty sure. like, Because I'm, I'm pretty sure the GameCube game gave you the option to turn that stuff off. Like, sure. Mario Tennis, I've always been a fan of the... Uh, 
gimmick courts. Like some mm-hmm. of the gimmick courts are fun, but when it comes to some of the other like uh, character gimmicks, they can definitely get in the way of a good tennis match. Yeah. Do we know if this would have any sort of Wii Wote kind of Wii Sports mode? I have a feeling they're probably moving away from that with the uh, with the tablet screen and but all they, that stuff. I mean, they wouldn't just throw it in. I mean, if they did, uh, like the the new Play Control version. I mean, why wouldn't they? I would really enjoy it. Like, I'd love it if they actually did. You know, do a nice refined version of that. I'm really surprised, not to digress, but I'm really surprised overall that Nintendo hasn't focused on the sports more than the whatever they did, where they kind of released the sports again in that weird, you know, a la carte package. Yeah, I what liked was that, that again? Because it had the online play, which was a big deal for me. But, like, there was never any new sports. I totally expected them to no. just do a string of them, and there was nothing. Yeah, they yeah. just dropped it. Oh, yeah, and it, and it kind of seemed like they were going to. From right, how they yes. announced it and how they started putting them out, it seemed like, oh, we're going to get another one, and then we're going to get a different one, and and yeah. they kind of left you. They left you with the impression that there was going to be more to come, and it never materialized. Yeah, and it's really yeah. funny because I got excited about it, and I was I even tried, you know, the free day or whatever how many days you get when it first came out, and I played Wii Bowling, and I went, okay, it's Wii Bowling. <laughs> it's like I played this. I played this in you know on the Wii, and I played it in Wii Sports Resort, which is an excellent, excellent <laughs> game. But uh, yeah, I didn't buy any of those, and I thought I was going to end up buying the whole package because I thought they were going to come out with some really neat sports, and they just kind of gave up on it. Yeah, but which anyway, was sucky. Back to Mario Tennis. Wahoo! <laughs> or we can move forward too if, if we're all kind of done. Did I just derail yeah. this whole thing? No, I don't think you derailed it. I, I, I guess, quite frankly, it's Mario Tennis. I mean, I think yeah. at this point we all somewhat know what we're in for with it. And I don't mean that as an insult to the game by any means. It's just one of those things that as soon as you see the title Mario Tennis, whatever the follow-up words may be, you kind of, oh, okay, well, I, I know what I'm getting, you know. Do we expect it to be a full price game? Yeah. I, I think so, yeah. I um, hope not. Because if it's not, there's I'll, there'll be a bigger chance of me picking it up. I would be more enticed at a lower price point. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I I think this is a type of game I'll probably end up buying, but I'm not going to be in a hurry to snag it. That's going to be one of those things where where it'll be, you know, I really want a new game. What's on the shelf? Oh, okay, I'll grab Mario Tennis kind of thing. So right. Well, all right. Let's move on to another game, and let's. This one I think might be a little more hotly anticipated. Uh, it was probably one of the bigger games of the show. It's, and we, yeah, it's Star Fox Zero. What else can I say? How did you? <laughs> how did how did you feel about, you know, that whole full reveal? We know how you like the puppets and how you like all that inclusion, but how'd you like seeing the game itself? What'd you think? It looked really tight. It looked really clean. Um, I know some of the things I've been reading online have been, well, you know, it looks so old school because there's no trees or or a peppered population of the city that they're flying through so it looks stale and and lifeless i'm thinking to myself yeah but that's not what you're playing it for you're playing it for the gameplay you're not playing it because you need you know high rendered uh people walking around i i do feel like i never i didn't even think about this because i haven't read a lot of stuff because i just i got excited for star fox but i do feel that if they did make the city seem more populated it would be pretty cool Oh, like I'm not it, saying it, it would add a lot more to like to the you know you feel like you're really you know protecting Corneria. You know I mean? Yeah. But I mean, I think it looks it looks crisp. It looks like the N64 game, but in a good way. 
But anyway, <laughs> this is your this is your discussion. No, uh, no, no. It's it's <laughs> fine for for that. I I mean I I'll admit to not having as much experience with Star Fox as, as some people. Uh, oh yeah, like. that's true. Because you have played at, or you own like all of them. Except... No, I, I don't know. I don't know. All oh, well, I, you've played yeah. like pretty well. Like, so you don't have commands, but um, yeah, no, I have commands. You don't, but you don't have. Okay, but you don't have the N sixty four game. I do not have the N sixty four. The game that everyone like measures every Star Fox to, which I find really interesting. But I have the first one, so that that counts for something. That is an and it's game. and it's in box, so there you go. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> one of my, I remember playing that on my birthday, and I remember specifically sitting down. In my bedroom, playing Star Fox for SNES, going, hoping crying about how he had uh, no, no friends over to no, no, enjoy I, actually, his birthday was, with him. No, actually, <laughs> I, I had a birthday party that year, and I got Star Fox. And I remember sitting down, going, I "Hope that this game does well, so I can get a sequel. I want to play Star Fox 2. And then we got the N64 game, which was a reimagining of Star Fox, and it was amazing. And then we got a bunch of questionable sequels, which I enjoyed. So, yay, Star Fox! And so this is not they. they I mean, they've said it's called Star Fox Zero because it's not a remake, it's not a yeah. sequel. It is, it I is mean, not necessarily a prequel, of, but it's, yeah, it's just, it is. It seems to just exist. They're just like, do a do a mission, do a thing where they go on a mission. Um, because I think Star Fox Command, who who here played it? I did. Not did me. you play it, like, through all the paths? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was I, really fun. It was but, amazing. But I loved that game. The problem with that game is if it was a standalone game and it was done and like in a series of its own, it would be fine. But they have to pick one of these points where this game ends. And there's a bunch of different stories that can happen depending on the paths that you take. Right, and they're very different. Yeah, they're very different. Like some of them are, you know, Fox and I mean spoilers, but some of them are like Fox <laughs> and it's all happy at the end. Some are like Crystal and Fox, they break up and you know, everyone goes their own separate ways. Some of them like it's a really neat game and I wish more people played it. Um, but the problem with it is that they probably went, hey, we don't know where to go story-wise with this. Let's just make a Star Fox game, and <laughs> but in it'll that, just exist. I mean, but then, in that... well, sorry. when I when I see, ahead, sorry, when I see <laughs> what's right. going on uh, with this Star Fox game, it, in some ways it reminds me of one of the things that you can kind of say is like, um, I don't know. It kind of depends on your own perspective whether or not it's a negative. But you know, Nintendo, perhaps to a fault, they're like. Sometimes they're like, well, this is a Star Fox game, or this is a Mario game, or this yeah. is a Zelda game. And mm-hmm. to them, it's just like, when they're improving on that, it's, to them, it's not like a sea change of, you know, reinventing the wheel and everything. It's like, okay, if this is a Star Fox game, how do I make this experience better? And then that's what they try to do. And so, like, cause it's, yeah, to some extent, you look back, it's like Star Fox is, almost been just remakes of itself for its entire lifespan you know it's like <laughs> that's just kind of what they i mean legend of zelda for you know you can make an argument most of those games are just retellings of the same legend they do it in you know different ways don't say that you'll have a bunch of people getting mad at you oh really <laughs> Or the story's important, more. damn it. <laughs> well, I mean, I think well, that's a whole other discussion. But um, oh, so sure. so that's what I see when I look at this game, and like I wish that they would have been able to take something like Star Fox Command and just do like like some fighting games, right? It's the different ending depending on who wins the tournament. But then sometimes for a sequel, they'll like 
thematically pick it up as if this character won, right? So I would oh, love yeah, it. Oh yeah, exactly. They, yeah, so I would love it if they did Star Fox Command and were like, okay, you know, pick, ending seven. Pick the seven. best ending, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what I thought they would do, but I mean, Star Fox Command has it's like this giant web of craziness. Yes. Yes. I, I, this is making of, me. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say, instead of thinking about it in terms of which story happened, why don't you think of it as a choose your own adventure story, where Lord only knows what could have happened, and you just kind of walk away having enjoyed it for what it was. No, and and that's exactly what you do. But then when you want to yeah. make a sequel, like this sequel needs to happen after the events. Right. Which events were the the canon events that happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like yeah, oh, it is a choose your own adventure, and this is this conversation is making me want to bust out Star Fox Command. <laughs> oh man, that so good. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people didn't like it because it had status controls. I don't care, and it had online that was really fun. I never got a chance to play it because I played the game actually significantly after. After? It, kinda, oh no, yeah. man, I played it. I played it a lot. You, like, and Nintendo hasn't. That's I mean, I talked about this in an earlier segment, but <sighs> Nintendo had this great multiplayer and Star Fox Command and then Assault came out after I believe and it, it had a multi yeah and it had a multiplayer mode but it wasn't online um and no Star Fox game has had an online multiplayer and I don't think this one does either that makes me sad doesn't look like it yeah but I mean the game itself looks great I'm very excited for it and and I, and I see it kind of as since it just exists you know think of it as like the old cartoons that we watched as kids it's a gi joe episode that just happens something bad happens they're going to take care of it if we don't have all the crazy soap opera shenanigans from star fox command that's okay but i guess in that respect do we need all of the stories to tie in do we need them all to be canonical like that or can we just enjoy (laughs) this story for what it is and then play the next story for what it is whether it comes before after or is it mirroring it in terms of time of course it depends who you ask yeah so, I mean, I would love to see what happens next to Fox and Crystal and see if they ever meet Tricky again. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's what we're, that's what we're concerned about. <laughs> I, I have this, I've, ever since I was a kid, like, I've always just, I felt that the Star Fox universe was the best, at least at the time, it was the best fleshed out Nintendo universe because you had them talking and they were, you know, you know, interacting. They had, they had relationships with each other. And so I always, I just have this really, weird not weird but i have this <laughs> oh no it's weird <laughs> I did you steal awesome... one of those star fox puppets yeah <laughs> we talked about that actually how i really want one or all of them but uh i, want a Falco. I, 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 I really it. like the characters i would love to see what happens next but i'm okay with what they're doing it's just going to be fun what happens next is slippy takes over hey slippy got himself a girlfriend that's amazing i love slippy i did not catch that <laughs> Now, if Slippy takes over, will it be a a bloody coup rising from below, or? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. He he's the mechanic. He can he can take them all out. It'll be one a tadpole day. army. Yeah, that makes <laughs> he's sense. He's got a girlfriend after all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we we uh, not not to push us out of this too early, but we do have a couple more things we want to get to in the time we got. So let's move on to a game that might appeal to Star Fox fans, but it's completely unrelated. Okay. <laughs> um, Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. Oh yeah, I can definitely see the alignment there. Yeah, yeah. There so, are animals. There's there an animal in Animal Crossing, and they, and they talk, and there are animals that talk, and they yeah. have relationships with each other. True. <laughs> so there That's you true. go. Tadpole armies. Uh, <laughs> so, Paul, in the in the pre-show, I think it was, we were talking about how 
you and I both kind of bond over this in the sense that we both, after E3, found ourselves way more intrigued by it than we were before. Yeah, for sure. I, um, oops. Um, for sure. Uh, at first, when I first saw it, when they were talking about Amiibo cards on a, on a thing before, I was like, okay, this looks like, you know, one part of Animal Crossing, slightly fleshed out, and you have to buy a bunch of cards for it. But when they showed it uh, at E3, it, it it showed, you know, you can decorate the outside of your house, and I don't know, there's something about it that just really, all of a sudden, I went, I really want to play this. Yeah, me too. I think that's what it was, though, was showing that before, I thought it was literally just some sort inside of inside the house, right? Yeah, some sort of small app yeah. inside inside the house. But it, the trailer showed off uh, designing the front lawn, um, moving. I mean, yeah. doing, doing the exact thing we all wish we could do is put the house wherever the hell we want it and have it clear and everything and understood. Um, but then also inside, there's theme challenges, which I know should be right up Joe's alley because he's, you know, again I continue <laughs> to praise him for his work, his themes in his own town, <laughs> but. Uh, like for me, I was never very good at that. At least I didn't. I mean, I think I could have maybe spent more time and been more creative. But uh, it's kind of a pain to deal with my inventory of items. So maybe this will free that up and allow me to just have a whole slew of stuff, do a bunch of designing, and try to make these villagers happy, which is cool because it's like Animal Crossing in a whole new light and in a whole new experience. And I still get to have the the kind of contact I have with those characters. For I, sure, I still need to go back and visit them anyway but it's a cool way to have an excuse not to now the thing that i'm worried about is the amiibo support what, um, what have they said about i know there's the cards but yeah what, well what it's is, amiibo cards I, I think that's all it really is i think but what do they do um i'm not 100 percent sure but i know for a fact that at least in japan they're blind packs mm. and i don't like that no. whatsoever I don't want to buy, like, I, I can't be buying a pack and then end up getting doubles of everything. And, like, I did this with the Pokemon card game back in the day. It oh, God, was very, was very pricey. Thing. That was a <laughs> was... dangerous, dangerous land we lived in then. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. If I'm buying something, I need to know that it's, you know, going to be worth my money. Yeah, that's that's unsettling. But then again, maybe it'll, well, actually, I guess I don't know. I would hope that if it's a blind bag, it's not that integral to it to where you need to have this specific one. Because if they try that crap, I will definitely happily well, then, not pull myself into that world. Yeah, and it's too bad because the game actually looks... It just looks really neat. But, I mean, how much could they get away with? I mean, the game's supposed to be a full retail package of $40, so what you know, what would they do that would I'd have to double. damage I'd have their... to, like... Yeah, I'd have to start, like, look on Google and see exactly what it is. I, I, I Whenever I get suddenly get interested in, some, in a game, I try to dial back on the information that I get. Plus, I've been really busy this week, so all I know is that I, when I saw it on the presentation, I went, that looks neat. I want it. <laughs> but if the cards do screw it up, and you do pay $40 for this game, yeah, well, too bad, Nintendo. <laughs> Blah. <laughs> yeah, no, I you got me a little bit concerned in that sense, but... I'm sorry. It was uh, supposed no, to be no, a, no, fun, no, a no. fun talk, but... Uh... Well, no, we'll see. And again, I don't think it's going to be amiibo required. You know what I mean? It's just we'll amiibo. see. What, I guess you're you're just hinting at a possible new dark future, as if the future wasn't dark <laughs> enough to where amiibos have now flattened the themselves into timeline. cards. This is like the yeah. Terminator of amiibo. Um, 
But no, the game does look really fun, and maybe I, maybe it looks more fun now that I realize that I'm not getting an HD Animal Crossing. So it's like, oh, I'm going to grab it whatever <laughs> well, I can. Well, at least there's this. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, but I, I'm definitely pretty psyched for it. At the beginning of our podcasting this week, it was what I said was my most uh, anticipated game. And then that actually quickly shifted over to what we're going to talk about last on the show. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I definitely, I did pre-order it. I went to Amazon and just... You know, why the hell not? I'll throw my money at it. If I learn I don't want it before then, I'll just cancel it. But I I, I know enough now to where I'm kind of excited for Happy Home Designer. Well, mm. when is the game releasing? Um, It is releasing. The exact date is... Let me try to find it here. Uh, oh, yeah, September 25th. Sorry, September? Yeah, September 25th. Oh, okay. I know for myself, uh, I, I've never been into the Animal Crossing series. I, I don't mind saying... And and this game, <laughs> you better mind it. No, I, I don't. I it really doesn't bother me that I'm not interested. <laughs> it bothers me. I know it does, no, which is partially kidding. why I'm emphasizing the fact that it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. It's all right. But uh, yes, I know. But I'll have to. I'll have to admit, and and Paul and Paul can attest to this. Have the fact that we watched the the presentation together is that the entire time I'm watching this announcement for uh, Happy Home Designer is all I'm thinking of is I want to buy this for my wife. Because it's very much a type of game that she would be interested in, mm-hmm. so I'm interested in it more for her sake in that respect than, and now, than I am for my own. And now it wasn't just that your wife happened to be there watching it. Well, also she true. Watching, and she looked up and she goes, "Oh, that looks so cute." Um, <laughs> I, I, that's true. She did say that, and, and I thought to myself, "You know what? This is this might be the perfect way as her gateway drug." To getting to play at least a few more video games than zero, so I'm, gonna, you know, cross cross my fingers. This could be forty dollars, well worth my money. Well, so. well, truthfully, I I always said that she would probably enjoy like like New Leaf. Like if you yeah. could find New Leaf for a decent price, I yeah, you said you have said that before. I, I I don't I didn't recall that until you mentioned yeah. it just now. Yeah, because this is the type of thing that's very much up her alley. Like when when she was like before we got married, she admitted that you know she played The Sims. A little bit, so she admitted it. Well, yep. she admi- she admitted <laughs> it reluctantly, <laughs> but I didn't mean it that way. But you know, she said that you know she had played The Sims, and and this of course would be, for lack of better phrasing, you know, Nintendo's take on that formula. So, right? Did did she go, David? I play The Sims. I build I admit- wall. I, I I build doorless rooms and. Just watch them decay. <laughs> Marry me. Marry me. That's how, so that's how she finished it off. You know, I have to admit, I'm actually kind of wishing that's how it went down now because that would have been a much better story than than me, you know, like seeing her on their computer going, "Oh, you have The Sims on here." She goes, "Yeah, I don't really play it See, anymore." Most oh, couples, okay. most couples get upset if one of them wakes up in the middle of the night. It's like three in the morning when they find the other one on the computer and they're doing something that they don't really aren't really proud of. <laughs> Uh, and it's you finding your wife playing The Sims, you know? I mean, like, yeah, that's just. Uh, I'm glad you didn't have to go through. It. I'm glad she was honest and open. Yeah, and, yeah. I, you know, and that's rough. really, and that really has been the foundation of our relationship: the open and honesty <laughs> about our video game habits. Oh, that's right. Um, so <laughs> let's 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 jump into our last topic here, please. Um, which, <laughs> which, yeah, before Paul explodes. It's not 3 a.m. Okay, uh, let's jump into the final game. It is <gasps> Super Mario Maker. Yeah! We've, we've touched upon this a few times over the past couple of days. And yeah! Right, rightfully so. Okay. It's, like a, it's like a Just Dance 3 sound effect over there. 
Lucky! Uh, <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, so I derailed my own stuff because I was trying to think, I don't know anything about that game. Was that yeah. a <laughs> comment? Uh, but uh, yeah! Super Mario Maker, formerly known as Mario Maker, is, <laughs> I don't know, like, I'll tell you guys this, I said it on the last podcast yesterday, but I watched the Treehouse footage of it from day two, from Wednesday, and, I mean, this will probably be a memory I'll forget, and I probably will take this back later, but I think watching the Treehouse footage of them create a level within about ten minutes and have those two guys from the championships play it, was probably like the most fun experience I've ever had related to Nintendo where I wasn't actually playing a game. And I think I've never been more proud of Nintendo except during that. Like, there's just so much fucking fun pushed into that title. And so much creativity and the way it works, the way it's so fluid, how you can move this, move that, test it out instantly. This, I think that's a big key part, by the way, is the fact that you can instantaneously test things. Um but yeah, the whole thing, how they just say, okay, you know what, let's just put, uh, you know, Bowser's clown car, and then we'll throw in, um, you know, like a chain chop on it, you know, and crazy <laughs> shit. I mean, yeah. they, they set it up to where there was a, you'd leave a pipe, and then there'd be a clown car underneath, and they put a mushroom there, uh, a, a super mushroom, so that way when people got to that part of the level, they could, you know, get ready for the final gauntlet. Well, they didn't think about this before, but the mushroom, when they hit play, the mushroom rolls off the pipe, falls into the clown car, and then, then it gets angry. It comes after you anyway. <laughs> and, like, they've thought of everything, and it's just, it made me so happy. It warmed my heart. Literally, it had, like, an emotional effect on me. It it looks so good. I, I, I am ecstatic. I cannot wait for that day. And it's going to be an awesome package that, like, comes with a book. Mm-hmm. And you can get the uh, neat-looking amiibo, which for some reason there's two kinds. Which one um, is the main one? Or do we I, not? I have a feeling the main the main amiibo. Yeah, I'm hoping it's the brown the brown old Super Mario Brothers one one. Yeah, because you know that's that's real. That's you know, real stuff, yo. You know what would be cool? And honestly, maybe I would get flack for this, but they should just blind bag that shit. You get one copy, you get one of them. Be done with it. Oh, it's painful. I know, but it would force people to not buy a bunch of them. By which and... you mean you. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> people, I mean, I guess, well, actually, you know what? Well, they, like they specifically... The... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I like the idea I just thought of, but at the same time, that would just drive up people selling the Amiibo on uh, third-party sites. So yeah, exactly. Know. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that... that I, I don't know if there's an Amiibo. Or someone mentioned that... Um, one of the Mario's is going to come in a bundle. So I'm assuming the other one is just going to be a separate amiibo. Right. Yeah. So that's okay. Um, I want it. Like it, I want this game. And, and a big part of it for me is I spent hours and hours before the internet, before, well, before the internet was what it is, before Adobe Flash, before all that, I spent hours and hours and hours of my life um, making Mario Paint cartoons. Mario Paint cartoons, so like comics or cartoons? Cartoons, like animations. Mario Paint animations. Oh, Mario Paint, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I would be in front of my parents' television with my clunky Mar- uh, Nintendo mouse, um, drawing Captain Picard or, you know, a, a Goomba or whatever, going through some adventure. And the only way to really do a full animation was to record part of it on the VCR, pause it, do an entirely new animation set, and I would do like these full cartoons. That's hardcore. That yeah, and then I had a friend that who used to come over as well, and he was a big part. Like he really enjoyed it, and like Mario Paint is a was a huge part of my childhood. 
Um, I think I was in grade eight at the time. And, uh, yeah, like this Mario Maker really harkens back to Mario Paint. It uses a lot of Mario Paint's music. It uses a lot of its, uh, like they are using Mario Paint basically as their base for this, for the, for the construction tools. And I really like that. And, and, you know, it sounds like they based Mario Maker, Super Mario Maker, off of existing tools that they do use for making new Mario levels and such. So, at least that's what I got through an interview that they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, like, I I think Miyamoto and, and uh, someone else were kind of tinkering with their own with their own level designer that they use, and the, the, the tool set got so good that they're like, well, you know what, why don't we actually just let use them use this? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure it's a modified version, but, um, I mean, there is the new Super Mario assets in there, so really it could be very close to the same one. And uh, I think that they, they, they had that idea, and then they thought, okay, well, what was the first one of this kind of game that we really ever had, Mario Paint? And it just made sense to finally combine those. I think they've wanted to combine those in some ways, because you've seen hints of that throughout the years. Certain games well, have mean, slight out, you know, music or references. Mario Paint, yeah, I mean, and uh, Game of, our Game of Mario. WarioWare had the Fly game, the Flyswatter yeah, game. right. That's a Mario Paint game. Like, that was one of the things where the mouse is the best controller for this, so, you know. Um, yeah, Mario Paint, like, just the sounds from Mario Paint. Actually, you know, uh, the, the Totokeke song, uh, to me, to, that was the Mario song. Paint. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Though, to me, that, yeah, I'm thinking of the dog. <laughs> um, he's based off of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, to me, that was the Mario Paint song, because that's the first time I ever noticed it. And it would happen, you know, once in a while when, uh, oh no, it would happen when you, um, I can't remember what it was you did. Oh, you pressed one of the uh, letters on Mario Paint, and it would just, like, explode everything into, like, this pixelated mess, and it would start doing that song. Mario Paint is awesome. They're using, basically this is Mario Paint plus a million Mario options. Cause the other thing I did as a younger kid was draw Super Mario stages. I think a lot of us did that. Oh yeah. I did. Um, I'm really, really excited for this. Like, yeah. <laughs> so my hype is not mis- uh, misplaced. Nope. I don't think so. No. Um, for, for me, the, the announcement at E3 where they showed the, the footage and they showed the packaging and they talked about their thinking and, and showed you know, some of the original drawings they had and all that actually got me excited for the game because previous to that, it was one of those things I'm like, oh, that looks kind of neat. I'll, you know, check that out if I have a chance to hang out at Paul's and he's playing it. Um, but this Absolutely. actually got me, ex- uh, yeah, got me excited to a point where I think, you know, I might need to pick this game up. This looks really cool. This looks, this, it enter, it, it got onto my radar a lot more so than it would have otherwise. So you take that, you take the hype building, you take the the robust level pack editor, level editor, and then we find out that a few cool things are happening from the get-go out of the box. I mean, obviously Paul mentioned the Amiibo and the booklet and the high quality they're going to put into this, but yeah, uh, on the disc is not just going to be the tools and not going to be just all the little assets, but they're going to have quite a few levels. I heard at least 40 levels, although I've heard somebody say 100 too, but um, somewhere between 40 and 100 levels, I guess we'll say. Uh, pre-built in for you to play. So it's like you're getting a Mario game off mm-hmm. of that. And it's probably going to be crazier than we've ever seen because these levels tend to be designed that way. Yeah. There's almost a certain philosophy that doesn't get incorporated into the typical Mario game, but it can be really entertaining. 
And then two of those levels are going to be the ones from the championships uh, that we just saw, the Nintendo World Championships. Yeah, so, that's right. Uh, I, I can't say too much on that because I didn't see them yet, but I guess each what each of the two final guys made a level or something like that, or how that work? Or no, no, no. So well, people made them for them to run through? Yeah, I think it was uh, Treehouse people. Or, yeah. I think it was yeah. Treehouse people. And then uh, Miyamoto told them that the... Uh, Levels are going to be in the retail copy, and they were like blown away. Okay, that was a surprise for them. Yeah, it was a huge surprise. Oh, for them. Their, their reaction—you should look it up. It's uh, that's so I haven't cool. I haven't actually watched it myself yet either, but I, I read about it and I was like, "Wow, I'm going to watch that." Yeah, but I have to complete my deck, <laughs> <laughs> so I will be watching that. Yeah, I, I heard a lot of it. Sounds really really cool. When you watch it, watch it on your deck. Oh, I'm going to. Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> so you got that, right? You got all these levels just to play. So even if you aren't creative at all, you could almost enjoy just a full new Mario game out of it. And then they detailed further the... Uh, and I don't have all the details on this, but I know I've heard positive things about just sharing levels. They're going to make it so you have to play through it to actually send it to people. So you can't... You know, we're not going to have a bunch of incredibly... You know, crazy hard, unbeatable yeah, levels. and they did that with uh, the Mario versus DK games as well. You mm-hmm. have to be able to beat them before you can share them, and that that just is just makes perfect sense. Right. So the one thing that, well, I mean, a billion things impressed me with the Treehouse footage, but the last thing I want to say mm-hmm. about Mario Maker, Super Mario Maker, is again just how robust and how fun they've made the interaction with the elements. Instead of just point click, point click, add add. Like, we've all seen how if you have a green Koopa Troopa, you shake them to make them red, mm-hmm. or you, and then you add wings to them, and you do all these different cool combinations. Well, one thing that we did not know about before this, I'm pretty sure, was if there was going to be subworlds or working pipes or how all that would work. Have you guys seen what, what the verdict on that is? Or no. no? Well, apparently, you grab a pipe, you put on the level, you drag Mario into the pipe, and it kicks you into a subworld, and then you build a subworld. Now, see, because I was so busy during E3, I didn't know this, mm-hmm. and this is the best news that mm-hmm. I've heard, because I was really worried about that. And here's the here's the kicker. It's not just like a typical subworld, whatever. You have multiple themes of subworld to choose from, from Ghost House to Bowser level, like a lava level, or um, underground <sighs> whatever. Like I'm thinking of... Yeah, the usual kind. Yeah, so you, so you have all sorts of different templates just for the underground sections. You, so you oh, can do, neat. And I think you have no idea going. how exciting that like yeah. I, that's awesome. And they were they, they, the treehouse was showcasing Super Mario World, so I don't. There's probably an equivalent for the other ones, uh, other themes for this too. But at one point in the level design, they had a floor of lava, okay, and they had a, some crazy jumps to get you to this platform. Then they had those little thin yellow doors that you'd find in different like ghost houses and things like that. Yep. You, yep. When you take a door. It actually gives you two doors, and you pick one, and you put the other one wherever you want it. So you can have doors that translate you throughout that single screen or whatever. Um, and so what they did is they put two doors. One of them went farther into the level to a safe zone. The other one went to a lava pit right under, underneath those two doors. <laughs> and they were hoping that you know they picked the wrong one and stuff like that. So it's so cool and, again, so simple to make. And then they uh, had another pipe, of course, that took them back into the main level. And... They wanted it to be ver- uh, horizontal, so they just simply rotated it. And then you can do literally anything. Steven, Steven, Steven. Yes. Steven, you are just going to make me pass out. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited. You have no idea. Like, that sounds really cool. Seriously, go have a religious experience and watch the treehouse footage. I'm going to. I am. I like. I'm going to. Seriously, it, like so tonight. Grab your family, grab your loved ones, and watch this together. <laughs> 
<laughs> and have a moment. But that's where I'll end it. I know I've, I've talked about it quite a bit on the podcast. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts you know, want to say about it? I know it's getting late, and uh, and I've kind of done all my talking. So I we I'm really excited. Yeah, that's, that's I guess in that respect, I'm just going to echo uh, echo Paul's final statement and say, yeah, the the excitement level for this game is definitely building. Um, uh, it'd be nice to have a, a really interesting Mario experience, uh, uh, gaming experience like that. And Joe, any, yeah, <laughs> game is good. The, the, the only the <laughs> last thing I'll say is I don't know, and I hope someone can prove this to me. You know, in the thread for this post or whatever this podcast. Uh, but I don't yet know how they're going to string together levels. I thought that we w- there was potential for us to actually make our own worlds, worlds. Our own, essentially our own game. And I don't know if we know yet the limitations of how many we can save and all that stuff, or if there is a, a limitation at all. Maybe it's just going to be based on your Wii's hard drive. I don't know. I heard that there was a sharing limitation of sorts. Right. I think there was something like 10, but I can't imagine that would stick. But, yeah, I, you know, I, so I don't know. I mean, the, the best creators are going to be making more than 10. You know, they're going to be essentially professional and there's going to be a lot of demand for that so who knows uh, i would like to have that confirmed if that restriction is lifted this might be a 10 out of 10 you know flat out the greatest game they've done i don't know i'm i'm in love with this game yeah i mean last e3 when they showed it i was like oh this looks neat and it didn't have like they kept showing the same options you know you can put wings on goombas you can do this but they've just blown my expectations out of the water yeah Full stop, right? Last E3, not not this E3. Like when they originally showed it, it seemed like it didn't have a lot to it, but now it's just crazy. So, final thoughts. Uh, did you did you think that maybe they have just been working on it, or do you think they held things back? I think they've been working hard on it. Okay, so they've always had the plan. They just weren't ready yet, and now they're showing yeah. more. That's good because I, I think I got a good a good uh, reaction before. So they wouldn't. Oh yeah, it was neat. It was like, oh, that's it. yeah. I was like, that's a neat idea. I'll I'll probably get that. Now I'm like, I why don't I have it right now? My life I, is empty. And I think now it's pretty much dispelled in most people that this shouldn't be a sixty dollar full retail game. I think people now understand it. It's okay being that. Oh for sure. And in Canada, it's seventy four ninety nine. Oh jeez. So. Hooray. <laughs> I know that's awful. But oh 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 oh, I, I don't know if Amazon's still doing it, Dave. Oh yes. Amazon dot Amazon.ca, If you pre-order three more, three or more games, you get thirty percent off. Oh, I and, will be. Well, sounds like I'm going to Amazon. Yeah, uh, it's it's. Uh, I remember uh, Future Shop in Canada did it last year, and Best Buy is doing a twenty percent off thing right now, but thirty percent is better. Uh last I checked, yeah. Yeah, so I pre-ordered pretty much everything I'm excited for <laughs> throughout the year, which is what I do every year at E3. <laughs> and they'll slowly trickle to me, and they're going to be uh, cheaper, 30% cheaper. So check it well, out. Rock on. Yeah. So, okay, any any last words, or shall we close this dealio? Last words. <laughs> That's good enough. Okay. So, uh, you know, let's start off by thanking all you guys, you know, Paul, Dave, Joe. Thank you very much yeah. for being a part of this episode in particular, but uh, Joe and the rest of the all the the guests we've had thanks to everybody sincerely that uh that participated because it really means a lot to me that we were able to pull this off and it was a lot of hard work of planning and also just recording and and coordination and thank you uh, for doing all that organizing and coordinating uh well hey i I didn't do it alone i could have coordinated everyone and no one could have showed up so (laughs) (laughs) would have made no point 
but yeah, thanks again, and I I really enjoyed kind of doing big E3 blowouts, and I think these three podcasts will really represent, at least for our site, you know, our meager little site, but I think it'll represent that E3 is conflicted as people are about this E3. There's so many good things coming out of Nintendo still, despite ambiguity and despite maybe some things aren't what you hoped for, but there's a reason to love Nintendo, and I think Negative World tends to, ironically by the name, bring that out. And I, that's what I'm proud yeah. of this show and with, with us as a community. So For sure. We're an awesome community, and it's always a pleasure to be on the podcast with you, Stephen, and with you, Joe. Yeah. Yes, thank you and for, for my And for my part of that, thank you very much for inviting me. As a long-time listener, first-time caller, I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm happy to have joined you guys and uh, hope to have an opportunity to do so again. Oh, believe me, buddy. Please you'll do. you'll have your opportunities. And thank you, uh, Dave, specifically for getting uh, I don't know what setup you, you worked out, but your audio sounds great, so. Oh, well, uh, yeah. I, was able to, I was able to borrow a, a head mic set from Paul, so that worked out well. Perfect. Thank you very much, Paul. Oh, you're very welcome. Alright, so thanks to the listeners for making it through all three E3 episodes with us. Uh, you know, we'll get back to a more typical schedule uh, probably in July, as these three should be spread out across the rest of June. And, um, you know, again, please come to the thread and, and comment on what you've heard if you aren't E3 chatted out by now. Um, you know, find us on Twitter at negative underscore world. And, you know, just join the site, though. Uh, negativeworld.org we we love new members and we really welcome new community members and like we just said it's a great place so that's it for me you guys have a good night listeners have a great night catch you next time farewell farewell fun rob that was oh i'm still here the most i've laughed yeah you're not kicked off the call hey laughter's the best medicine